episode 474 of the PlayStation Nation podcast with you as always. I'm Glenn, but uh, Josh is out doing some family stuff tonight. I think he's playing the Atari 2600 and just couldn't be pulled away. So instead, we've got two guys to fill in because obviously it takes two people to fill in for the great Josh Langford. Uh, first up, you've heard him on the show before. We used to call him Destiny Dave, and now it's Division Dave, soon to be Battleborn Dave. It's Dave. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? <laughs> and uh, someone that you've heard on the show many a time. Uh, hopefully, we can make the internet boil and melt like we did last year before E3. Mr. Stuart Gilray. Evening, evening, evening. And n- not this year. Last year was bad <laughs> enough. That's what you say. That's what you say now, but something's going to come out. It'll happen. It's been two years I've been saying that for. So. I know. Yeah. I don't think there's really anything to, to melt the internet with. I don't think anybody really knows anything right now. Nothing. Well, not, I mean, I've heard little yeah, things. Bought, yeah, let's not talk about that one. Though. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, <laughs> I, there, there's word that Gran Turismo uh, Sport is going to launch with PlayStation VR, and uh, let me think. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll make something up again this year, and then it'll yeah. happen. <laughs> That was just so funny last year when it was like, like it just purely said that it wouldn't surprise me if. Yeah. And then suddenly the internet says, Gilray says. Nah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like a week after we said it. Oh, trust me. You're not the only one that got in trouble for that. For complete conjecture and, and complete guessing. And, uh, oh, I got a talking to. <laughs> Why didn't you let us know that this was happening? I'm like, because I didn't know. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you're getting mad at me? This is actually happening, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Last Guardian's actually coming out. Uh, all right, well, that'd be good if they, if they launch E three this year. The, wow, that'd be that'd be insane. By the way, the Last Guardian's available today. Pulling Apple on is all. Yeah, I <laughs> doubt that's going to happen. Although it does sound like um, Horizon and uh, Horizon from Grill is still on track for this year. Really, I thought it was pushed till next. It's. Uh, there is a leaflet that comes with the Uncharted 4 uh, physical copy, at least in Europe, and it still says 2016 on it. I have it right here. If you hold on a second, I can actually grab it. Hold on. Okay. I thought that they, I thought it was supposed to come out in the summer, and then they were saying it's pushed to the fall. I think it was always the fall. It was September, I thought. Oh, and I thought I, I heard returned. it got pushed later. So in my copy, I've got three pieces of paper. Um, one says Uncharted 4 voucher code why don't, you, why, don't you read, why don't you read that out really quick <laughs> the whole thing with the code you bite me yeah, the code. <laughs> <laughs> my name isn't Joel damn it um, and then and then No Man's Sky There's nothing for Horizon uh, maybe it wasn't Europe I saw a picture of it so uh, maybe it's other parts of Europe not the UK yeah the good parts Oh, I didn't say that. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. So that, I mean, that, I'm here. I'm hearing that that it, it. Well, people are saying pushed, but I thought it was always September, and and that's kind of the date I'm hearing still. So I, I'm sure I read somewhere it's March 2017. They're saying that. really, but okay. I could be deeply mistaken with that. Interesting. Just drop your friend Herman an email. He'll tell you. Uh, I'm not as friendly with Herman as I am with, like, Steven. 
I, I see Herman. We know each other, but I talk to other people there more than I do with Herman. <laughs> so I still want to go to that I studio. I'm so, I'm so upset we I didn't get to go to that studio when I was over there because we were talking about it, but they were right in crunch for uh, for Killzone uh, 2013. Yeah. So that would have been Killzone 3? Or was that Killzone Shadowfall? Shadowfall probably. Shadowfall. Shadowfall yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were right in crunch. So I, just, I was like, ah, I don't want to bother you guys. I really wanted to go there because that studio looks badass. I've se- I've seen that video that they did, and there's that, that's a really kick-ass building right on the river. And oh. I haven't seen it. It'd be cool to. Uh, I think it was just online. I think it's just on YouTube, like a little no. tour around the studio. I definitely haven't seen that one. I'll have a look. Yeah. So, well, let me get the uh, housekeeping out of the way really quick, so we can get on to the sh- the proper show here. <laughs> Uh, if you want to reach us, there's a lot of different ways you can do that. Uh, obviously, the best way is to go over to psnation.com. Uh, hit that Contact Us section on the left side of the first page there. Uh, you'll find all our Twitter info, which if you want to find us on Twitter, you can find Josh at PJFJosh. You can find me at TorgoPSN. You can find the main account at PSNation. Dave, what's your Twitter handle? <laughs> it's at D underscore Hunt, H-U-N-T. All right. Stuart, what's yours? At Stuart Gilray. And what's uh, Just Add Waters? At Joel Limited, J-A-W-L-T-D. And what is Windsor Castles? Damn, I thought you'd know it. Cool. That'd be, that would have been awesome if you could just roll you that off the tongue. You completely there. <laughs> <laughs> I would do, but I couldn't hear you because you, you cut out on me. Oh, your, your, your internet sucks because you've been cutting in and out. Just telling you. Really? If you're on your iPad, quit moving around. I'm on the iPhone. And it's, oh, it's, it's even worse. Full, full Wi-Fi, so it's... Uh, yeah, but you're so repeat right. again what you just said. Go on. Well, there when I was, I was rattling off the Twitter handles and I said, what's Windsor Castles? Oh, I wouldn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> I'm Scottish. <laughs> Fuck me. Die with the monarchy, for Christ's sake. <laughs> so when they, when they voted to uh, secede and, they did, and it didn't go through or whatever, would you have voted, voted for that? Well, here's the thing. I think we'd, we've spoken this before anyway, but I think if... And this is the bit I could never... There was two questions I wanted answers to before I made my decision. Okay. And all my my co- my cohorts, my countrymen in Scotland, kept saying to me, it's in the white paper, which is this document they put together outlining the whole thing for independence. Sure. And it wasn't. So one of the things in EU statute for the whole of Europe is that there you're allowed, I think it's half a million um, uh, immigrants into your country. Okay. okay. There are currently between 810 and 895 Scottish emigrants, so people who have moved out of Scotland to England, right. Wales, basically. Right. And then um, 500,000 to mainland Europe. So you kind of work it out. There, the, the numbers were that out of the 800 and something odd thousand in England alone of Scottish people how many of those would have to have moved back to Scotland or become English slash UK citizens, not Scottish citizens? Because ah. my passport does say born in Scotland, I'm Scottish. But if I remained to live in England, I would have to have changed my nationality to UK, not Scottish. And, you and I never didn't want that. to do that. No. And I, the question I asked was, what happens in a situation to do with EU immigration legislation? What are, we, what are the people living outside of Scotland going to have to do? Do they have to move back home or what? Well, but you and would nobody think could, that you'd be grandfathered in. I mean... Well, you'd think so. But, you know, the, according to the EU statutes and according yeah, to the own, uh, yeah. Scottish Independence White Paper, those things were never covered. They were never touched upon. Uh, and then the other thing, I can't remember what the hell I asked now, but it was something equally as 
dumb that nobody who was voting yes could actually tell my answer to. So I just thought, nah, fuck you. You're lucky <laughs> because you know that if you had to like take uh, English citizenship, we never would have let up on you. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, and we would have been once relentless. So, so once I had been fucking moving home yesterday if that was the case. Yeah. So, I still class Scotland as home, even though I've lived in England now for 20, fuck, 25 years. So it's no. like you and Sean Connery, 20, Scotland forever. <laughs> well, in fairness to Sean, he, he did move somewhere warm. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> I moved somewhere wet. He could afford it. Yeah, because yeah, it's not wet in Scotland at all. It never rains. Never, do you know? I, I kid you not. It's probably wetter here in Yorkshire than it is in Scotland. I wouldn't doubt that. Poor Dave's just along Wait, for the ride today. He's going <laughs> where, what, when? I said, poor <laughs> Dave is along for the ride today. Yeah. At least you haven't got started in Russia. Oh, no, I did it earlier, didn't I? I mentioned it earlier. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where was I here? Let's see. Uh, you can choose an email if you want to at podcast.psnation.com, uh, or you can hit that contact us button on on the website. Uh, you can also go to psnation.com slash forums or hit that forums button on our webpage to go to the forums, which have been very active lately. It's been really awesome. Uh, Sean's been putting up a daily thread. Uh, we've got discussion threads up for Ratchet and Clank, for Uncharted, for I think there's one going up for Doom. So we're trying to get some discussion threads. And also somebody started a thread about getting a gaming night together for some multiplayer in Uncharted 4, which uh, I'll be talking about later on. Uh, if you want to leave some voicemail, just call WDT-Torgo on your Skypes. Uh, or you can send us an MP3 file if you want. Just uh, shoot that over to podcastpsnation.com. Uh, you can find us, uh, if you like to stream your podcast, you can find us on places like Google Play Music. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us at TuneIn Radio, uh, iTunes, all kinds of places. Just do a search for us there. Uh, don't forget our podcast network over vgevo.com. And last but not least, uh, to help us pay for our bills, we don't have one of those Patreon things like everybody else has. Uh, we just ask that you use our affiliate links when you're going to go shopping uh, on the Internet. So... Go to the affiliate links section, which is on the front page of our website, and you'll find a bunch of different stores. Hit that link. Whatever you shop for, whatever you buy, we get a little piece of the action. helps us pay for our bills because I have a feeling I'm going to have to upgrade our server tomorrow because our server's been a real pile <laughs> of crap the last few weeks. So our server's going to get more expensive, and we have to pay for that and stuff. And, of course, all the diamonds and jewels that I have to lavish Josh with on a monthly basis. We have to bedazzle all of his Atari 2600 games after he cleans them, and it it gets a little frustrating after a while. He's just never happy. Hell yeah. All right, uh, so let me go through the new releases really quick. I don't know if this is a very good list because I don't know where Josh goes for all of his info, but... It's the same. I communicated with him over the weekend. It's the same thing he gave me. Oh, well, damn it. I didn't know you had that, or else I wouldn't have done all this work. I... Uh, Thought I told you yesterday I was going to try to do some of it. Oh, I thought you said you were doing the around PS Nation. Oops. <laughs> oh, I got to do that part. <laughs> now you do. No, I have some emails for that. Uh, so May thirteenth, right. Doom is finally coming out. I'm very excited for this, although I don't think my thumb can handle it yet. Uh, for fifty nine ninety nine, and then there's a collector's edition for one nineteen. Well, on Amazon ninety six, uh, the collector's edition comes with the game. Also comes with an exclusive metal case. And a 12-inch statue of the Revenant, which is on a, a base that lights up with an LED, which is really badass. I've seen a picture. It's cool. I didn't buy it, though. <laughs> oh, I bought Doom, but I didn't buy the collector's edition because I don't have any room for anything right now. But very cool. Uh, next up, uh, on May 17th, Shadow of the Beast is coming out. Finally. Uh, this will be a PSN title. I don't know what the price is. 
But uh, Shadow of the Beast, finally? Uh, it's it's for quite cheap. Yeah, I think it's like either 15 or 20 Yeah, it's, well, it's £12, so it'll be something like Oh, it'll probably be $14.99 here, yeah. <coughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, not a bad deal. It, it's a pretty cool game. I played it last year at E3. had a lot of fun with it. Uh, and then it's been revealed now officially that the original Amiga version is in the game as well, is in that package. So you can see what old fogies like Stuart and I had to play back then. <laughs> So, and actually, I didn't play the Amiga version back then. I played the TurboGrafx CD version, which has a stunning soundtrack by your friend Tim Wright. Yes. Although, Tim, I think, didn't he just do Beast 2? He didn't do Beast 1. Uh, no, he, he did the first Beast. I'm almost positive. I thought Dave Whitaker did the first one. Oh, you might be right. Because David Whitaker um, is now the audio director of TT Games. Oh really? As in travel, as in Traveler Tales, not as in the ones that do the adventure shit. Yeah. The guys the old Lego games. Yeah, yeah. David is now audio director over there, and has been since Poyapon has started. Uh-huh. But I've known you know David's what? work. Since You're the right. It is David. It is David. I'm sorry. There you go. There yeah. you go. But Tim did two and three. That I do know. That's so. right. That's right. Yeah. The the TurboGrafx CD version is really really good. It's 19.99 on the store. Oh, it is. Ah, there we go. Okay. There we go. All right. Good job, Dave. That's why we invited you. <laughs> well, the weird thing was that it was at, it was actually fourteen pounds ninety nine here, and then it, it literally dropped to eleven ninety nine about three weeks ago, two three weeks ago. Weird. Yeah, maybe the, the pricing disparity. I don't know. Yeah, watch it'll shoot way up uh, on the day it comes out or something. <laughs> uh, next up, a game that a lot of people are, are anticipating quite a bit, and what a sweet price. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles Remastered for twenty nine ninety nine. We will have a review for that, I think, tomorrow. So by the time you hear this podcast, I believe the embargo <laughs> lifts and we'll have the uh, re- we'll have the review up. I mean, obviously, if you like the PS3 game, you're going to like this one. So, uh, and I think Andy's actually going to stream that. We'll talk about that around PS Nation later on. And last but not least, uh, Homefront the Revolution finally coming out for fifty nine ninety nine. And this Beast of a Collector's Edition for $159.99. This thing is crazy. It actually has a six-wheeled RC car. Almost like the old tracks. I think it was big tracks that I had when I was a kid. That was big in Europe, actually, from what I remember. Yeah, we had those. Yeah, it almost looks like one of those. Uh, But it comes, uh, it's a radio-controlled Goliath drone with working lights and six-wheel suspension. Exclusive Steelbook, 32-page art book, Revolutionary Spirit Pack. Ooh. Uh, the Homefront, the Revolution Expansion Pass. Oh, that's cool. It actually comes with the Season Pass. That's good. It better for $160. No, it's good. <laughs> well, that RC drone looks pretty pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, 160 bucks, And they're still available. I wonder why. <laughs> Although, if you pre-order it on Amazon Prime, you get it for $127.99. That is, it's I cannot believe Amazon's doing the twenty percent off thing still. It's just nuts. Yeah, in America, not here. Yeah, well, another reason you should be over here, Stuart. Yeah, if I do go across, <laughs> it has to be Canada because there's nowhere I'm going to go near Hillary and yeah. Trump are. Well, well, oh, I don't blame you, but we're not going to talk about politics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thing is, if I'm writing this, is there not a, a, a line in the Constitution that says that Obama could stay for a third term? No. Uh, after FDR was in for four terms, they uh, amended the Constitution so they can only oh, be in for two terms. That sucks for you, doesn't it? <laughs> I, well, 
I mean, I'll, I'll tell anybody. I don't care. Out of all the people that are left, I'll, I will. Bur- I will vote for Bernie Sanders. I will. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But that's just yeah, me. I mean, that's my personal. Like I said, I have Trump and Hillary. <laughs> I did. This is how shitty society is that a reality TV star got this far. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah you can yeah, listen yeah. to the rest of my rantings on Facebook if you're one of my friends. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying a word because the hate mail train would be really yeah, bad. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I'm going to be quiet. We, 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 we try to never talk politics on here, but it, it yeah. scares the living shit out of me. It's I'm funny, too, Brit, because. Um, I would expect. Well, yeah. It, anyway. Yeah. Are we done with new releases? We are. All right. Well, no, new... you missed one. You missed one. You missed one. No, I didn't. Oh, wait. Is your game coming out next week? No, no. Uncharted 4 is tomorrow. Well, yeah, but by the time the podcast is out, the game's already going to be out. <laughs> yeah, but you just said a minute ago there's another game that might have the review for before the podcast comes out because surely it's the same thing. We reviewed Uncharted 4 on the podcast last week, but we can't oh, do the multiplayer, yeah. so I'm talking about the multiplayer tonight. Okay. And, okay. Um, and I finished the story, so I have an opinion about it too now. Because Josh had it before I did, uh, because I didn't yeah, think you, I would be able to do it just. That's right. Because you, you wouldn't give me the code. That was right. Because I asked you for yeah, the code. Oh, give so me the code for you. And then, so and then what did you say? You, if you get know. another one sent to me. I'm like, yeah, right. And then I got a new, I got another code, and I put it in myself. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Great sucker. Well, and the thing is, you know, like when I when I was talking to her, I said, "This isn't about getting a free game. I bought the set, the eighty dollar one." It's showing up tomorrow. I bought the the physical copy. It's just I wanted to play it early, and so we could talk about it on the podcast the multiplayer, and and so I could play it early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. This is my tenth year of doing this. I should be able to call in at least one favor. Yes, I was actually offered the, uh, the, the a free version on Friday, but I turned it down. What you? Yeah. Wow, that's like me turning down a pizza. It never happens. <laughs> I'm saying nothing about you and pizzas. Oh, that's not, <laughs> pizza and pizza and Reese's peanut butter cups. Those are my kryptonite. Oh dear God. Oh yeah. <clears throat> all right. On to the news. Uh, I'll start. I guess I'll probably have to do all these. I should make. I can do help you. <laughs> I'll do the first one uh, since everybody <laughs> expects me to talk about uh, the new Battlefield announced. Battlefield One. And and I think it's hilarious that they are, they're actually in a marketing deal with Microsoft, and their dumbass handling of of naming going from three sixty to one. Uh, so now we're going from Battlefield Four to Battlefield One. Uh, the geniuses that they are. What is up with people? Uh, so this takes place in an alternate universe, World War One era. Uh, so it is World War One, like a lot of people are saying, but it's alternate universe, so they can get away with having crazy weapons and tanks and stuff. Uh, instead of running around with a single shot rifle that is about one step above a muzzle loader, and <laughs> I don't know, I'm wondering if there's going to be like a uh, like a map where you can only use chemical warfare, like just mustard gas, because all World War One was 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 chemical warfare. That was like eighty percent of that war was shelling cities and chemical warfare. That's all it was. So I, I'm not happy about it personally. I think it's a I, I don't like the era. I, I I've talked many times about how there was a total conversion for Battlefield 1942. I just don't remember the name. It was like uh, I don't remember the name of it anymore. It was fun for a while, and it was a really cool total conversion. But when you're running around and you have a single shot rifle, 
and you're trying to play a video game, this isn't real war. You know, it's not <laughs> supposed to be that much grit and that much whatever. It get, it got boring. Uh, the other one is the uh, something Symphony that was on the Unreal Engine. It was another total conversion. And it was cool, but at the same time, it was almost impossible to play because it was ultra-realism. I don't want that in a video game. That's all I'm saying. I don't know, did you guys watch the, the trailer at all? I watched it with me. Yeah. yeah I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to look at it, but I mean, I mean, I like Battlefield 4, so... But, I don't know, I'm kind of with you, like, just... Why are you going to World War One when your style of gameplay doesn't fit towards it? That yeah. Well, at least they're not at least they're not doing that acquisition thing and going future, 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 future. Well, I get that, but I, I keep saying it. I've been saying it for a long time. Redo Battlefield 1942 in the new engine. We haven't seen World War Two in how long? Like I can't I even name the last World War Two game we've had. Because even the new Medal of Honor's were all modern day. Yeah. You know so. I'm thinking the last one. Jeez. Cause... In fact, the closest World War Two game is the um, Sniper ones. Yeah, Sniper Elites. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But those aren't real. Eh. Those are more arcadey almost. Yeah, but the point still stands. It's still World War Two. Sure, sure. But I, <laughs> that's I just, all I was saying. <laughs> I just, you know, they, they tried to do that with Battlefield 1943, bringing you know 42 up to uh, like a newer engine, and it was good. For the most part, but the fact that they had the weapons and, and vehicle balance so out of whack, it was almost unplayable. Like, you couldn't even kill an infantryman with splash damage from a, from a tank shell. It, it was, the balance was so messed up. Um, but if they would do a proper Battlefield 1942 remake with all the, all the maps, all the expansions, and the new Frostbite engine, oh my god, I would never stop playing it. I would yeah. never stop playing it. I actually liked playing the old um, uh, Medal of Honor stuff. Yeah, I mean, everybody got sick of storming Omaha Beach, but I'll tell you what, with these new engines and everything, that'd be badass. Mm. Maybe put the main battery of, in? What's that? Maybe, maybe you just do one of those on every new platform. So, like, you know, we had one on PS1, PS2, PS3, one on PS4. I agree. I totally agree. So, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll give it... I'll give it a chance, blah, blah, blah. But it just, what I saw in the trailer, I just kind of sat there with my, my head in my hand going, no, really? And I'm wondering how they're, they're going to handle the blimps because, and the Zeppelins, because uh, a lot of people have this misnomer that you can just shoot at uh, like a blimp or a Zeppelin that, that's filled with hydrogen and set it on fire, and that's not the case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was actually this great special about it that they even try to tip the bullets with phosphorus, but as soon as it hits that envelope, it's devoid of oxygen and it can't burn. So they had to figure yeah. out these really innovative ways to try to get those things to burn. So unless you get a bow and arrow that you can light on fire, you're not going to have a very good time about that. So I'm, I'm really curious to see, you know, if they're going to, if they're going to do this alternate universe thing and just use that as an excuse for everything. <laughs> I wonder how close quarters is going to be, though, too, with some of the weapons and things like that. And they said there's going to be a lot of uh, emphasis on melees. <sighs> but it's, I mean, World War One was trench warfare. It's thousands of miles of trenches. Um, you know, if you go to Ypres and you go to the Field Museum there, you'll see how much trench warfare it was. And that's why it was all chemical warfare. They, were, they would fire over all that mustard gas and all the other stuff that was just that would kill you. Um, I don't see that being fun in a video game, so I don't even know if they're going to use that mechanic, or I, I, I don't know. I, it, 
I mean, well, it, it was let's, very let's put it this way. Yeah, you'll find out more at E3, won't we? I'm sure we will <laughs> at EA's separate thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just this doesn't excite me. No, maybe it's because I'm too much of a war buff, and I went to all the World War One uh, locations when I was over there a couple of years ago, and I've seen kind of how World War One yeah, was fought. <laughs> This is this is the crass way of looking at it, or the crap way even. I know. I know. Because you and I are now of a certain age where our generation, well, the, the players younger than us who are playing the games that we were playing 20 years ago, don't give a fuck anymore about realism and World well, War One. But it's not really the realism that I'm worried about. It's just, I mean, if they're going to base it on World War One, you have to base it on at least some of this stuff. But that's and, what I'm saying to you. No, I, and don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just yeah. saying that the audience they're trying to sell it to don't give a fuck anymore. Because it, it seems to me that they're literally only, only going to use the time period for things like having the blimps and having kind of more melee style weaponry and uh, maybe doing some chemical stuff. And they're just going to use those as tools because they're in that time period. Yeah, You know what I mean? Because they were showing some tanks that... I mean, they had tanks in World War One, but nothing like the stuff they were showing in the trailer. No. The stuff in World War One was the, the, the track things, which you saw yeah. in Indy Jones 3. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like... Uh, but, they, but they show <laughs> you've been able to ride a horse, which, okay. And uh, it, it does seem like there's an emphasis uh, on air, air bat- battles, which is going to be all biplanes and triplanes. Um, it's interesting, and people—that's what people are like. Oh, I can't wait to have a dogfight! Eh, all right, so you're going 80 miles an hour in a dogfight. Okay, it's different than a jet, sure. <laughs> I tell you, what I was interested in, and in that was there's a bit in right at the start of the trailer. There's a guy with a scimitar, yeah, on the back of a horse. It's like okay, so we we have um, North Africa fighting as well. Well, I would I would think that there would be, yeah. yeah. But I mean. The biggest part of uh, World War One was really fought in Belgium, France, you know, in that area yeah. around around yeah. Ypres, and and um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just looked at some maps today, even because I'm I was never that big into World War One, and and even when we went over to Europe in 2013, my friends all wanted to go to Ypres, and they wanted to go, and we went to the uh, uh, to the, cemetery, the one of the bigger cemeteries, and and. I wasn't really that big into it, but when we went, I you know I, I got really interested, and and I, I you know I, it was it was really cool to go to that field museum. I mean, when you see all the pictures of especially Eep, uh, which was like this cent this center uh, crossroads, and everybody was fighting over the city, and it literally was just demolished by shells uh, over a couple of year period, uh, and they rebuilt that city from scratch. Uh, then you go over to Hill sixty two, where uh, the Canadians were were entrenched for quite a while. And just to see how easy it was to see the city from there. And, I mean, it, it, it was so cool to be able to see all that in person. But at the same time, you see all the like the really primitive weapons that they had and the primitive grenades. And, and I'm like, I don't really want to play this in a video game. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really in- interesting history, but that's as far as I really yeah. want to take it personally. I mean, I'll give it a yeah. chance, like I said, but... I don't see, I don't see it really floating my boat. But something that I am interested in, Captain Segway over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the folks at Respawn Entertainment, who, uh, well, 
Titanfall was it is what it it is what it is. Uh, I have now partnered with EA, and they're going to be doing a new Star Wars game. Now, the thing that's interesting to me is Stig Asmussen, who obviously famously was the the game director in God of War Three, is heading up this project. Yeah. Everybody thought that he was working on Titanfall Two, and here it is. He's actually heading up this new Star Wars game. And it's a very able team over there. Even with Titanfall being what it was, it's a very able team. It's a it's a team of veterans. I'm still re- I'm pretty damned interested to see what they're going to do. I am. I mean, I I spoke to Amy Hennig as well about, and so, you know, said, "Wow, have you heard the news?" She was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <clears throat> and it was like it was interesting to 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 get her point of view of she's interested as well. I mean, she knows a bit what they're doing, obviously. Yeah, because of yeah. what she's doing. Yeah, um, but she's she's in, she's um, in anticipation of what they actually do. And well, I asked her at the same time. I said, "I'm, I'm excited to know when you're announcing." She said, "Well, we already have announced. We just haven't revealed yet." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, okay." <laughs> so that tease me, you know. Yeah. So, well, it, it's more than just having an announcement that they're doing something. We want to know what you're doing, Amy. Yeah. Well, that's what she mentioned. You know, yet to reveal yet, and I, 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 I hope they reveal eighty-three. I th- I would assume they would unless they had a setback. Because now that they're on now that they're on the on the Disney schedule and and how Disney's going to be churning a lot of stuff out, I have a feeling that Disney's probably got a pretty tight stranglehold on how this stuff is going to be handled. Because they try to they always try to loop stuff in with everything else, you know. So they try to loop uh, a game in with one of the movies it's hitting, and you know that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean it de- it depends on which what a better phrase what time period she's focusing on really. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I can't wait because I'm a, I'm a big fan of Amy's. And actually, as a, as an aside, uh, they put a very nice uh, tribute I saw to Amy that, yeah. at the end of Uncharted Four in the credits. That was very nice. I heard about this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you know, respawn. You know, they're doing Titanfall two. We know that. And now uh, a new Star Wars title. It has not been titled yet at all. We just know it is a Star Wars game. Um, trying to see if there's anything else in here. Uh, yeah, so Visceral Games is working on... Oh, Respawn joins EA Internal Studios. Oh, yeah, because all these studios are working on different Star Wars games. Uh, Motive, Bioware, Capital Games, DICE, and Visceral. Jesus. Yeah. EA's just not going to yeah. let up. I wouldn't either if I had the nope. Star Wars uh, uh, license. So. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I kind of still think there's a point where you oversaturate you can if they're all the same type of game, but I think if they have a pretty good spread of styles, it should be our. Yeah, but that's six or seven styles, dude. That's like I know. <laughs> I, I, but that's why I anticipate Amy's game so much because I have a feeling you know it's it's definitely going to be a lot deeper in terms of story. Um, yes. Yeah, because she she's very good at researching what she's doing and and writing some very very good stories. So I'm excited to, to yeah. check that one out. Yeah. Has, has, I wonder, go on. Has respawn worked on? I, I mean, this is probably the naiveness in me, but has Respawn ever worked on two titles at the same time like this? No. And interestingly, it's a conversation with myself and some other people I know in the industry. Yeah. So the exact same thing. It's the, what the surprise with Respawn is that they've gone to a multi-title studio in three years. Yeah, because even as Infinity Ward, they only worked on one title ever. Yeah. So yeah. That, that, this is interesting. Um, it is. Uh, and yeah. I mean, Stig went there a see. while ago too, so he's been there for quite a while. And I don't know, maybe if he was working on Titanfall two, and then they moved him over to this. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, it, it, it's a very good question, and and uh, it's something that we definitely do want to keep an eye on. Yes. 
Yeah. Very yeah. good question, Dave. Nice job. Can we all worry that like, oh, they did a really good job with Walking Dead, and then they just exploded out six different directions? Yeah, and, and now all their they games can't are get late. one done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I assume we're going to see something about the city three, but who knows? Fingers crossed. Yeah. Exactly. Well, EA is taking over a really big space outside of uh, the convention center, so yeah. they're, gonna be, they're doing I, something in Europe too, aren't they? In London, I think so. Yeah, yeah. are they? Oh, cool. Yeah, they're supposed to be on the same day. Like they're going to do their press conference, and then they're going to open up to like EA Play or whatever, and it's going to be open to the public <laughs> yeah. in Los Angeles and in London, I believe, on the same day or same time frame. Now, now Stewart's checking his email to see where his invite is. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go if they paid me. <laughs> All right, stand in that. He'll get to stand in the VIP VIP line. Yeah. Oh, greeting people yeah, as they go work. through. Hi, I don't work for EA. Yeah. I don't work for EA. I don't work for EA. Yeah. Uh, and you know, obviously, speaking of Infinity Ward, uh, Call of Duty. We found out what the next one's going to be because we have to have a new Call of Duty every yeah. year. Uh. And it's going to be called Call of Duty Infinite War. Uh, it, which one is the? I think this is the uh, Infinity Ward one, isn't it? Um, yes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, so again, in the future, et cetera, et cetera, Space Alliance, United Nations, Space Alliance, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but the biggest news is if you buy the $80 version of the game, it's going to come with Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. And that sounds like that's the only way you're going to be able to get a hold of that. Those geniuses at Activision. They'll build that for six months and they'll sell it for thirty dollars. <laughs> Probably, yeah. And they're they're also taking their stab at zombie mode in this one too. <sighs> oh, they're surprised. They haven't done that before. <laughs> well, they've had three different studios working on it, and yeah. um, Black Ops studio um, Treyarch, Treyarch was the one that always that always did zombies. Yeah, and now yeah. they've started to spread it out into other ones so <sighs> and then this if this one's you know i don't indulge in call of duty aggressively but i do cover it because it falls under the activision bubble so it kind of <laughs> comes with the destiny stuff um <laughs> it they um that, I, I, again it looks like they're putting heavy emphasis on the movement and the game already moves fast enough as it is yeah <laughs> yeah i i mean I, I, you know, we all know that the Call of Duty announcement's coming every year, right before E3, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, the whole Modern Warfare remastered thing has been going around for years, you know, as as a rumor. I'm more excited about that because I still think that that is the best Call of Duty they've ever made. Uh, I played COD4 like you wouldn't believe on the 360. Then all my stats got wiped all of a sudden, so I went to the PS3 version, never looked back. Uh, but I just I loved that game, and and I always compare all the multi- and especially the multiplayer. I really didn't care about the campaign, but I've always compared multiplayer every year in the newer games to Call of Duty Four. So I, I'm excited as hell for that. I don't know if I want to pay eighty bucks for it, you know, because I think it only comes with ten maps too, which I don't believe. No, it isn't. It's not all of them. So yeah, there's ten saying, fan favorite multiplayer maps. Yeah, well. Crash, Backlot, Crossfire. Yeah, they haven't said what the whole list is yet, though. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's it looks cool. It, you know, it's got all the all the coolest bells and whistles. It's got the the enhanced textures and the physically based rendering that they just added to MLB this year. High dynamic range lighting. It's it, it looks great. The the screenshots look awesome. But like, bring us. You know what they're gonna do? 
They're going to do DLC in that too. They're going to double mm-hmm. DLC everybody this year. So you can do DLC do you know in it? Infinite War, and you can do it for Modern Warfare. Do you know anything about the the Raven software company that's doing it? Yeah, I used to work Raven doing it. There. Yeah, Raven uh, have been around forever. I know. The guy, I used to know the guys at Raven because obviously we did Soldier Fortune. I was just reading the news story, and it's they're based out of Madison, it looks like. So. Yeah, yeah, used, yeah, when I lived there a year and a half ago, I lived literally a block away from, from Raven. And we've actually... <laughs> Uh, we've actually done a couple things with Raven in the past. Every time I try to go do an interview there or anything, we get shut down by Activision PR. Because Raven wants to do it, and, but they're like, well, Activision owns us, so you have to talk to them. And then they're like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Raven usually does a lot of the multiplayer maps for the, for the games that come out. Uh, they've got some insane veterans in terms of multiplayer maps, and, uh, and, and that's usually who does them. So they work on every single Call of Duty game. Didn't Raven do uh, Star Trek Voyager 2? Ooh, probably. Isn't that come back a bit, isn't it? Yeah, I think they did. I mean, they started with uh, Hexen. Yes. Hexen is really... No, I've, I've known those guys in Soldier Fortune because we did the Dreamcast version. Oh, okay. In 2001, whatever it was. That's about right, yeah. Um, so Rick Johnson was lead programmer on that, and he, he was a good friend for a couple of years. Oh, nice. Um, and I remember, I remember playing... Uh, start okay. Was it was it Elite Force? Was that the, the Voyager game, Elite Force Two? Yeah, I think so, you're right because you had the phaser. And I, and, I, and I remember there's what a point in the game where you're you're going through a space station, which is basically it's an old abandoned space station, but some sort of like pirate type folk have taken over. You literally you're going through a cantina, and there's there there is the Star Wars Episode Four conversation between Obi Wan Kenobi and Han Solo going on. But not using the same names as locations <laughs> and things as that those from Star Wars. Wow, I don't remember. I, did, I, did, I, did, I, had, I had to stop and go back and just listen to it because it's just like, what the hell did they? What? That's <laughs> awesome. No, they're 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 really nice people. I mean, I I actually ended up sitting on the plane coming back from our, my first GDC. I sat on the plane next to their lead uh, level designer, and he's still there. He was one of the founders. Um, wow. So yeah, we talked quite a bit, and that's, yeah, Rick, I think Rick was one of the founders as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm bec- I'm the reason that they uh, do extra life every year now. <laughs> uh, yeah. There you go. So, uh, I mean, it, it, it's Call of Duty. I mean, I'm I'm sure we're gonna see it at E3. I'm, I'm sure we're gonna have an invite soon, and I'm excited to see it. <laughs> I, I'll we'll take a look. Uh, but like I said, I'm more excited about. Modern Warfare Remastered than anything else, and it, I I hate the fact that they're going to make you buy that eighty dollar package so you get it. it, it I, it's I think it's shitty. When but, are they releasing it? Uh, I'm sure November. November, like usual. Yeah. Election so, day. Uh, yeah. I, I, I wonder if they'll do any console based VR stuff. It's a possibility. I mean, Activision is one of the biggest publishers in the world. I, I would think that they're going to play with that tech somehow. Yeah, but uh, I, I, you know, to me, VR is an experience, and that Call of Duty's. Well, I mean, yeah, they, you know, they always make that that point about being at sixty frames and everything else, and I could see them trying to immerse people in in VR. I could see that happening. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Well, I wouldn't be surprised, should I say? Sure, sure. And now with Battlefield aligning with Microsoft, because I'm sure they backed a, tr- a truck of money up. Who knows? I mean, they are Sony already had that marketing deal with with Call of Duty. They signed that long term contract. 
who knows? Maybe Sony went to them and said, hey, they did it for the Vita. Sony friggin' developed that piece of shit Call of Duty game for the Vita. <laughs> who knows? Maybe Sony's going to go to them and say, hey, we should do something for VR. Well, let's, we'll point for to E3, I'd imagine. Oh, I, I think <laughs> we're going to, yeah, I think E3 is going to be a lot of <laughs> VR. More than last year, oh, for sure. Oh, definitely. I mean, the, the, the game we've just pretty much finished, that touch wood is going to be on show at E3 on the v- PlayStation VR stuff, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Uh, we got any other news left? Yeah. Well, of course we do. I think Dave should take this one. <laughs> so, Mighty Number no. 9 has finally gone gold. Yeah, uh, kind of. It's ki- kind of funny, since I played the completed version of this game at E3 last year. Well, you did and you didn't because they didn't have the network code working yet. Yeah, so, um, but it missed their, it got delayed. I don't even remember the original release date now, but um, obviously kickstarted for uh, uh, Inafune, the original creator of Mega Man. And um, the thing that sucks about it the most, though, is like it's not even, it's gold for the console versions, but not for portables, not for Vita, not for 3DS, for Wii U. Oh no! With the Vita and 3DS versions coming at a later date, so um, I'm just happy that this is over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll find a way so it's not over. It's not over until so, we decide it is. Um, you know, I started joking a month ago with our group chat about like if this game was if which was going to come first, the game or E3, and <laughs> E3 is winning. <laughs> E3 is winning, yeah. E3 yeah. won. Yep. Which is actually so, good because then you know you'll be done with E3 and everything, and you'll finally get this and be able to spend some time on it yeah. instead of like rushing. I, I remember there was one year where Sega sent us like three or four games for review a week before E3. Like they just <laughs> dumped everything on us in May, and we're like, "Dudes, we got to be at E3 in like a week." Yeah, jerks. There's planning for you. Well, that's why Sega's doing so well. This is this is kind of oh. one of those things where you're like the main thing of like the my fear of Kickstarters is like you could have put you know fifty sixty a hundred dollars two hundred dollars yeah. down on this game yeah. two and a half three years ago yeah well that's so. that's kind of why I stopped backing Kickstarters uh, when you see Oculus not really shipping stuff very very quickly and uh, there's Kickstarter backers that still haven't gotten their Oculus um, there's, really there's, wow yeah. Uh, there, there's a thing that I backed that is shipping now, but really slowly, and, and uh, I'm waiting for that because I really need to use that for Extra Life especially. But, um, you know, every one of these projects so far, is it, it gets delayed, or I, I backed the Kickstarter on uh, on H-Hour, and that poor game is just lamenting now. I mean, it, they just put a huge sale on the kind of the extended demo that's on Steam. I think they brought it all the way down to 5 bucks. Um so, I remember I, I backed a, a Wii U racing game because it was a nineties arcade racer or something. Oh yeah, yeah. It looked like it looked like Scud Racer and all those sort of games. I thought, yeah, awesome. And I backed that around the same time as I backed Elite Dangerous. What was Aww. that three years ago? Must be now four years ago now. And we even provided some art assets for the racing game. Oh wow! And I've heard nothing from them since. Yeah, that that doesn't. Sound I don't even good. know if it's out or anything. So. Jeez. You should look up the name. Yeah, I can't be arsed. I did lose interest in, in, in Kickstarter for that very reason. I'm kind of done with it. I, mean, I didn't back that um, Little Devil Inside game, which looked absolutely gorgeous when it turned up about a year ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, but, I've had some good experiences with it, too. Uh, you know, Raise the Dead is still on track. Uh, 
for when they want to release it and and uh sports friends did really well and and that was a great one to back uh, but I've had I've been burned too. But I, the thing is, I, it just seems like everybody's using Kickstarter now instead of just funding their game the old-fashioned way. Like take some risks, and that's the problem. Kickstarter takes away some of that risk, and I and personally, I think that takes away some of the the edginess of what the game can be. Uh, I don't know because I, to, I'm honestly, I I think some people are using Kickstarter because they've got no other option. Well, you and know? I get that, but I think it's overused. When when you see and it failed. But I mean, when you see Harmonix trying to do the PC version of Rock Band Four, when yeah. separately from the console versions, and they're asking for a pretty decent chunk of money, and it failed miserably. You know, yeah. where where are the profits from Rock Band Four on the console? Because it's sold. It didn't sell up to their expectations, but it still sold well. You know, yeah. where's that money going? And and the problem is, is it, well, in the case of Harmonix, I mean, they they're notorious. When they had all that rock band money, when they were selling everything, yeah. those parties they used to throw were ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think you almost see the reverse of it with Mighty Number no. Nine. There was such a demand for it. Like yeah. everybody's like, "Yeah, I want another Mega Man. I want another Mega Man." He, they hit all their stretch goals, and I'm sure they're sitting in their office like, "Damn it! Now we got to do all of this." <laughs> but, but then don't overpromise, you know. And and that's no, the problem. Uh, you know, they put a lot of these developers put all these stretch goals on there, and then all of a sudden they they hit, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Well, then don't well, do it, right? Because well, I mean, Stuart I, might we, be able to speak to this better than me, but I mean, better than all of us, obviously. But if you're making something for the Vita and the 3DS and the PS4 and the Xbox One and the Wii U, like that's all different netcode, right? Uh, it depends what engine you're doing in. Okay. Today, more often than not, you know, Unreal will have its own netcode, or will have a, a, a uh, a third-party plugin system, which is like shared netcode for all platforms. You know, right. the, the API to integrate it's all the same. Yeah, yeah you get different what... testing, different TRC stuff to do in different platforms. But you know, the the, the basic um, implementation should be the same on pretty much every platform, apart from things like Vita. I mean, the problem with Vita, for example, is if you want the Vita to run at a decent click with a game running p- perfectly well, you have to disable network. Oh, you know. So they're going to have to optimize the crap out of it to make sure that, I mean, well, there's basically there's three power modes in the Vita. There's A, B, and C. Power mode A is everything is switched on, full brightness capability, network code, but, you know, the slowest GPU. Sure. Then you go to power mode B, which is full brightness, no network, and faster GPU. Then you've got power mode C, which is netcode, slightly faster GPU, and it dims the maximum brightness down by about twenty percent. Huh. So you can't. You know, in some games, how you go to the, you can't slide the brightness all the way up because it just snaps right back down again. Yeah. Because you're using Power Mode C. So uh. you know they might have a problem with it, whatever engine they're using. It isn't capable of running the game at full, at a decent playable frame rate with netcode. Right. So that's where they have problems. It's not so much the implementation of you know getting the netcode to work. It's more of a case of can the game run. A, a acceptable performance with right. network enabled. Well, and I think some of the problem they're running, they, it sounds like they were running into with Mighty Number no. Nine, is that they want to have like cross console leaderboards too, which is insane. That, if you well, if you're doing that on PlayStation, it's a, literally a piece of cake to do it. Yeah. But what about like you know uh, PS4, Xbox, and Steam? 
Like, is that to well, get those? Yeah, that's, that's the what problem. It sounds oh. like they're doing. Like, there's a boss rush mode in this, and there's speed runs in this. Like, they're, they're throwing everything that everybody did in Mega Man games for the last 20 years into this game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. T- talk to the Zen Studios people, and they'll even tell you what kind of a pain in the ass that is. They don't. Well, if you didn't cross, if you didn't cro- cross platform leaderboards, you have to use your own server system. Right. You know, because because Microsoft and Sony, despite the fact they're now saying they let you play head to head across the networks. You know, you, you, when you when you're doing PlayStation only leaderboards, it's on Sony servers. You're doing Microsoft mm-hmm. only leaderboards; it's on Microsoft servers. So when you're doing um, leaderboards which cross, you do it on a third party, like an Amazon server or something. Sure. Like in in volume, we've got um, uh, some leaderboards which cross between PlayStation and uh, PC. Well, that's they're hosted on the servers. They're not hosted on the Sony servers. They're hosted on, on the, the third-party servers we use for it. And that's it, it's not so much of a pain in the ass because if you, the API you set up on one console, it's going to be the same for the other consoles. So if they're using that as an excuse, then they kind of want to slap themselves in the head because they're lying to people <laughs> to some degree. Well, so, I mean, that's, that might be me reading, reading into it some, but they were pretty much – because, like, I know that, you know, Glenn said, well, obviously you didn't, but, like, they had the game, a version of the game unlocked 100% for me, like all the boss oh, levels. Sure. Like, so all that stuff was done. And it yeah. sounds like everything, when they keep delaying this, they were saying that they were having networking issues. Do you know what which engine they're built on? Um, I don't. I, I'd have to look. So. I don't think they. They had, that's to, what I was gonna ask you they had to have used it's, a Unity or an Unreal, I would assume. Because yeah. they're on every platform. Unless they're crazy and saying that they did their own one. God, I hope not. Well, that's what I was wondering, too, because maybe like they're an independent studio. So, like, how expensive is that? Um, well, here you go. If you use Unity, it's pretty much free. Because. Okay. Well, and here's why I say pretty much. There's various. <coughs> excuse me. There's various, various versions of, of Unity Engine. The pro version costs about fifteen hundred dollars for the PC, but if you're publishing on console, you know Sony will pay for the Sony licenses. Right. Microsoft will pay for the Microsoft license. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nintendo will pay for the the Wii U license. So if if for some reason they decided to say they're not paying those, it's about twenty five thousand bucks per platform. Well, with zero royalty. Okay. Unreal, on the other hand. It's completely free on every platform. No, it's uh, twenty. It's twenty uh, bucks a month. You have to pay that subscription for twenty. No, bucks no, no, a month. no, not anymore. You don't. Not oh, really? Okay. Gone. Oh, yeah. Because I was at that announcement year. when they changed all that. Yeah. Then a year later, they'd say, "Change." You no, know what? We're free now. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, and then um, it's five percent um, revenue share. Right. If you break a hundred thousand dollars. Right. In sales, if you uh, break a hundred thousand dollars, we don't care. By the way, Mighty Number no. Nine is on Unreal Engine. Okay. Uh, Unreal. I mean, uh, really? Well, For Unreal a doesn't work that's on. That's kind of odd. That doesn't work on on 3ds or Vita. Maybe that's why they're taking so long. Because I was going to say Unreal Engine doesn't. Yeah. yeah, I knew it doesn't work on Vita. But they're doing, the, they're doing it in Microsoft Windows, OS X, Linux, PlayStation 3, PS4, 360, One, Wii U, Vita, and 3ds. <laughs> right. So yeah, Unreal Engine works so, on all of those uh, except for 3ds and Vita. Okay. Yes. No. Twins, so, which but that's why Unreal those, the, those, those are coming out later, though. Well, yeah, but if they're using Unreal 3, it will work on every platform. If they're using Unreal 4, it won't work on PS3 and 360. Right. Unreal Engine 3 is what it says. Yeah. Wow, okay, so Unreal Engine 3 is unsupported completely on PS4 and Xbox One. Oh, that's right. In fact, to the point that when you actually get a version from them, they say you, 
you what? <laughs> and then you can download it, but they give zero support on it. Wow. And I, I mean literally zero support. That's why um, things like uh, Goat Simulator took, took so long to come out on PS4 because it, they had zero support from Epic and they had to do all the modifications and fix it to the engine themselves. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem that they had with, with this one then. Yeah, I mean, if, 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 in my mind, if it's a year late from you last played it, they may have switched engine to Unity to make sure it's more cross-platform, you know, or something of that ilk. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have done if I'd if I had screwed up network code a year ago. <laughs> I don't think that they switched engines. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't remember hearing anything about that. Well, good luck on it coming out on Vita and 3DS. Well, but that's the thing. Maybe they're actually redoing <laughs> it just for those two. Boy, that'd be crazy. Yeah, exactly. But they they almost have to do it. I mean, what are they going to do? Give money back? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, here is what they told backers when it got de- uh, delayed for the third time. And this is when it was delayed. February, I believe. To February 9th. Uh, they said, oh. uh, the engine we are using is no longer being updated. So they are using Unreal 3. Uh, which means adjustments for matchmaking and online code are being made manually. Yeah, uh, I, just, I don't understand what matchmaking is in that game. I don't either. Well, I don't. There's maybe there's something in there that you don't know about. Uh, let's well, see. I, Unfortunately, this is all a result of miscalculations on the part of us, the development staff. Uh, as a result, our fans who have been looking forward to Mighty Number no. Nine have been forced to wait for over half a year longer than expected, and for that we are sincerely sorry. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <coughs> Interesting. Yeah, because I, when I heard it was Unreal Engine, I was kind of surprised because I've always heard that it's still not the greatest for, you know, kind of that 2D platformer. I, I, no, although honestly, Unreal, Unreal 3 definitely isn't. Yeah, yeah. Unreal well, 4 I mean. is pretty good. Yeah, because yeah, um, I think that's what Shadow of the Beast uses, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. But that's a 2.5D. Oh, well, that's true. A camera well, I mean, Mighty yeah. yeah. Number 9 does some of that, too. It does that 2.5, like, parallax look to it, yeah. if I remember right. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, that, that has just got to be a mess. Yeah, it has been almost three years since the start of our Kickstarter campaign, which was only made possible to the support of our backers. Wow. It sounds like it was just mismanaged like you wouldn't believe. Like They just kind of jumped in and uh, didn't really look into anything when they announced all the different platforms and everything else. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And they're still talking. He's still talking about it. Like uh, Inafune in his statement here is that, you know, how long will it take you to clear the main story on normal? And how many people are going to be able to clear Maniac? And who's going to be the first to post the best time? How about you release the game, Inafune? How about that? (laughs) Then we'll then we'll find out. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, I liked what I played. You know, I'm just I'm just it just needs to come out. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not a big Mega Man's guy, so I'm glad you're working on that one. I played it and I'm like, yeah, this isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that twenty like XX. I thought that twenty XX is really cool too. But it's another Mega Man uh, clone. But uh, yeah. I, I, I made Hanukkah play it. I'm like, yeah, you can play it. <laughs> I mean, I had I even had fun with the, the Mega Man collection that came out on PS4. So yeah. Did you review that? I did. Oh, you did. Okay, I couldn't remember if we posted a review for that or not. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, uh, you boys, fancy a break? Well, now you've said it, might as well. All right, let's, let's take a little break. When we come back, we'll talk about what we're playing and stuff, uh, go on, what's going on around PS Nation. I'll see if I can find any emails, and then we'll just have a chat about E3. 
since Dave's going to E3, I'm going to E3. Stuart's bitching out again. I'm, I'm sure. We need to start a we need to start a kicks uh, a Kickstarter for Glenn to get a hover round for E3. I might we need, need to. to. Kick, we need a Kickstarter to get me to E3. <laughs> How about you actually uh, maybe release a game that people want? And you can afford it. Oh, bitch! Oh, or, or, or stop pissing off PR. Maybe they'll send you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I've I've already got my free passes for E3, so that's already fine. So I've got I've got reason to go because oh, I've got no way of getting there yet. So. Well, there's these things called airplanes. No, I know physically I have, but no monetary way of getting it. <laughs> <sighs> we'll start a GoFundMe to get Stuart to E3. Well, I mean, the, the airline I'm flying, I can check an extra bag, so you just got to get here. <laughs> Stuart, he's kind of a small guy. Can... <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm 5 foot 11. Yeah, I'm small. That's, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. That's what I'm regretting the most. Is, you know, I couldn't even think about being on a plane from Europe to California. I can't deal with Michigan to California. It doesn't bother me, actually. Oh, well, I'm 6'5", so. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> So you six all four, six five. You just gotta That's... you just gotta sweet talk somebody at the uh, front desk and and get upgraded to business class or well, something. I gotta do what you do and check because I think I'm flying Southwest. I gotta like check in at like twenty twenty four hours and fifty nine minutes or whatever. No, get... uh, the better seats on Southwest, you still have to pay extra for those. You get like um, oh, what's it called? Like uh, priority seating or something. Because so they did that for me for free last time for some reason. I don't remember what it was, but I actually got like. Because they Southwest Stewart, they 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 put you in a line, and it's open I'm seating. Aware of Southwest, yeah, yeah. I'm aware of yeah. Southwest. So they put yeah. you in the little cattle line, and you and you start yelling moo. Uh, well, the, I, everything <laughs> that I thought I read is that the, you have three groups: you have Group A, Group B, and Group yeah. C, and yeah. that it's based on when you check in for your flight. It is. Well, it is, and it isn't because people can move can pay to be moved up in the line too. And somehow, some way, I got I got four last year. I got number four. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm knock somebody awesome. out of my exit row. <laughs> no, that was the funniest part about that because people can take whatever seat they want. I got the entire exit row to myself last year for my flight out. <laughs> and I, I don't understand it. How did nobody else sit there? Are they all afraid that they're going to have that responsibility? Guess Just what? kick the door open. Yeah, like, guess what? The plane goes down. You're not going to live through it anyway. Sit. <laughs> yeah, that, that exit row is only there if you hit the water. And since you guys are over land, you ain't hitting water. <laughs> Yeah, there's so much water between Wisconsin and L.A. <laughs> We're going to try to hit the Salt Lake. Yeah. I mean, it's not like there's a you know a gigantic mountain range or anything. So. No, not at all. No, there's no Rockies. No. Yeah. <laughs> Some people. I was fine with it. I was I was totally fine with it. I'm like, hey, I'll take the whole road yeah. to myself. Sure. I, I made a dick move last time I went to the States. I said, um, do, do you want this? asked if I wanted to do the exit. I said, yeah, I'll take the exit row. So the huge legroom. Apart from the fact I was on a seven forty seven on the mid door. The mid door on a seven forty seven sticks into the cabin by about a foot. So sure. I had four inches for my legs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like fuckers. It's <laughs> <laughs> anyway. still better than a regular seat. Oh yeah. Alright, well let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about what we're playing and watching, uh what's going on around PS Nation. Uh we'll get into some Uncharted Four discussion there, uh, so I can talk about the multiplayer. And I'll see if there's any emails that we can talk about. So we'll be right back.
All right, we're back. And uh, I had to shut down the break time talk because we were going way too long. We have to keep that on the podcast, damn it. So I figure, well, let's start with what we're playing and watching, and we'll start with uh, Dave and see what you're right. up to. So obviously, um, Destiny, since the April update hit in the middle of April, so they changed a lot of stuff again in the game. Yeah. It's like beta version 5 now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is that game ever going to be done? Oh, yeah, it will be when, it, when it's Destiny 2. Yeah. So um, it's different again. Like, uh, it's better. There's a lot more quality of life in there in terms of how your light level increases. So now um, you're guaranteed higher drops. Yeah, you were talking you about that where it's not, a, it's not random anymore. You, you pretty much know that you're going to get something at a certain level or at least uh, like a certain minimum level. At a higher level, yeah. So before, like you would run a raid or you'd run a nightfall or, you know, you would do Prison of Elders or whatever. And at the end, you'd open up the chest and you could be like light level 310 and you get something like 305. You're like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? So now if you're light level 312, it's going to drop something 313 to 318. More, usually more on the higher side. That's cool. So it's a continual progress and and then the infusing mechanic now is is one to one so if you have something that's a light level five and you have something that's a light level 320 and you it before the april update if you infuse them together you'd get like 284 right now you'll get 320 wow so you can so there's that so if you get a crappy gun drop that's like 335 uh like a awful hand cannon or something like that and you want to you know infuse the weapon you really like it'll automatically go up that high wow that's cool so um where was that when i was playing the game (laughs) (laughs) well it was it's weird because like when taken king came out they kind of had this system in place um for when you were leveling yourself up like i remember like when you were playing when when we you and i would play together i'd be like okay even if it's blue put it on as a higher light and then decrypt another ingram and then decrypt another ingram and then check it and see if it's higher and that's kind of the same thing now is that you want to make sure that you're at at a really really high light or the highest light you can be at before you open up any of the packages that you get from varix or from crucible or from vanguard and stuff like that because it'll get you a higher piece of gear automatically um the biggest quote-unquote end game that they added now is they brought prison of elders back again um which is kind of like the the waves of enemy mode um but this time they've done a little bit of uh score chase to it so each week similar to like the nightfalls will have different modifiers on it where you'll get one week is like precision kill bonus one week is grenade kill one week is melee and one week is supers and your team all works together to get the kills if they're you know if it's all melees then you you go through these points and each round the points double up and you're trying to get a cumulative score of thirty thousand points for the high score and then as a you, you have to run it like one or more you know probably like two or three times to get your cumulative score for your scorecard and each one of those things gets you a package from barracks which is the higher light gear oh okay so um you know you can go do the 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 high score we have to get thirty thousand in in one in one run, and then you get like a um, a weapon package, and then you get the ninety thousand cumulative score, and you get a, a, a an armor drop. Oh, okay. So um, that's how that works, and then it, it's kind of interesting though because it, what I think it's done is it's it, it sped up the process to get to max light because like I'm three thirty five on one of my characters and three thirty four on my other two. 
Um, but I did start at like 315 or 317. So all my drops were 320, 325. 520 and they were just continuously going up but it really this i think the emphasis on this is going to be really customizing your build of your character because before uh, you were doing a lot of uh i'm only wearing this helmet because it's 320 or it's the highest light helmet i have and i don't want to like infuse anything else into it right now because i don't have anything close to it that's the kind of how the game was played for a little while yeah and now with the one-to-one infusion now i really think it's going to be the customization of the characters and looking into your skill tree of each of your subclasses so like i know like glenn with your titan like you know you would actually depending on which subclass you were playing if we did like prison of elders together i would talk to you about making sure that you had a quicker cooldown set on your melee attack within your skill tree so that i think that you're really looking at your your loadout a lot more you're customizing your loadout more and the Hmm. gear that you're wearing or the armor you're wearing or the weapon you're using matters more because you're doing the score chase thing so now those weapons that charge your super faster kind of matter okay i mean because we did a little bit of that before when you know, you you would want me to have the bubble on for uh, for one run, but then you'd want me to have my uh, that one strike with the hammer or whatever if, if I was doing a different one. Right. So, yeah. Yep. So and it, like so, the, it really emphasizes like I think that they spent a lot of time like you're gonna like you're gonna tweak your loadout. So like you're, there's already all those discussions of like oh this week it's grenades and like the warlock has the exotic gloves that he can gain an extra grenade and it has tracking on it so like you know there's things weapons and armor that people hadn't been using for months that are now relevant and needed for easier time and challenge of elders okay so like that's i've been that's fun like and it's not hard like that's the thing it's like it's high it's and it's end game things that's not bash your head against the wall hard okay so like that's if you haven't if you've taken a break from destiny and you're like i'm kind of done with it because the grind was too hard just give it another shot and just jump in there and look at it. And just and you might not like it, but you might like it. Do you see this as kind of a uh, a precursor for because there are no more expansions, right? It's going to be Destiny Two after this. Um, the rumors are that there is another Taken King like expansion coming out in September. Oh, and Destiny Two will be sometime in 2017. <laughs> I was reading some articles the other day about Activision's earning calls and stuff like that at the end of the last quarter. And they were talking about that. They're up. They're up like five. Supposedly, you know, based on their numbers, they have almost thirty million users that play an average of a hundred hours a day, and that's up five million users wow. since November. Wow. So that, like, that's really interesting. With you know the division being out and all, you know, now Battleborn hitting, I wonder if they're going to be able to maintain that or how much they're going to lose. I am concerned about there being nothing from April twelfth <laughs> until September. Yeah, that's. I, I have a feeling we're going to see something in E3. Yeah, I like mean, if Sparrow the track racing shows, part two or something, they need to do that though. That actually came that that came over. Like people are asking for that again. So like the live event, like that went over really well. So like if they did that like in July, like I think that would be a really good thing. Yeah, interesting. Um, it'll be really interesting tomorrow actually for because Tuesday is the reset for Destiny. Yeah. Um, this will be four weeks. Tomorrow morning will be four weeks from the April update. And mm. if it's just going to be a four-week cycle in the Challenge of Elders, like that's going to be bad. Because mm. right now it's been something different the last four weeks. Mm. But now if, it just, it, now if it just goes back to what it did on week one of the update, and it's just going to stay on those four cycles, it's not going to be good. Yeah. So, um, so I've, I've been playing that. Um, I've been playing uh, Party Hard that I got for a review. It came out last week. Right. 
Um, it's a very interesting game. I'm kind of calling that my I'm going to take a break game because it's one of those <laughs> ones that you, you can just st- you don't really have to think that hard or you know process or you know be in conversation. It's a top down eight bit style game from um, I think it's I, I hope I'm not messing this up. Tiny bit. Yeah, I think that's tiny bits. Yeah, um, and uh, the gist of it is. I played this at E3 last year, um, and I was. They were like kind of. They weren't sure if they were going to be able to come to PlayStation or not. So I'm really happy that they did, because it's fun. Um, you are. You play as a character at the beginning of the game that is pissed off that your neighbors are throwing a party and you can't sleep. So you go over there, and um, the way that you fix the problem is that you decide to kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's. It's a kind of like. I guess the only way that I know how to describe it to give somebody perspective is like a link to the past, look down, top down look on the game. Um, and you can see the whole map. And uh, there's little, you can walk through the front door, you can walk through the back door, you can like climb in the window, you can knock a tree down, oh, no. you can set the stove on to catch on fire next time somebody opens it. You can, you know, mess with the, you can, you know, it's, it's, it's not very good graphics, but they fit the game. Right. And then. You walk up to somebody and you hit you hit square and it stabs them and they die. But then they lay they lay on the floor there. So now if somebody sees them, they're going to call the cops. And the cops are going to come and they're going to start looking for people. Or if somebody sees you kill them, you'll have this little reticle that, that pops up above your head that says that they know they know you did something. So you have to go hide and you know try to hide from them or run away from the cop. And the cops like screw it, I'm too old for this, and he runs away and leaves. Nice. Um, so the only way you beat the level is to kill everybody in the level. So like I said, there's, you can push down like R1 and it'll show you like, it'll kind of put an overview on the map where it shows you where you can set all the traps, like where you can make the, you know, make the bookcase fall over or you can, you can poison the punch or (laughs) you can, you can hide bodies in coolers. You can hide bodies in the fridge. You can hide bodies in dumpsters. You can mess with a guy's motorcycle and he'll get pissed off and think somebody else did it and he'll kill somebody for you. Oh, nice. And then, and then he gets arrested, so that's two bodies off the map. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one level that I was on a roof and like in, you know some of the other levels I was like, oh, you hide the bodies in the dumpsters and then the other people don't see them. And then there was one I was like, you were on a roof and you couldn't hide anybody anywhere. It took me a little while to figure it out, but I could actually drop bodies off the roof. I was going to say, yeah, throw them off the roof. <laughs> yeah. So um, it gets a little harder. Like I'm kind of stuck right now in this one level that doesn't really, it's on a beach. Okay. You're, you're at a party on a beach and there's not very many places to, to hide or to go like run in the other room and wait for somebody to walk in there. <laughs> throw the bodies so really on the having... bonfire. There's got to be a bonfire if you're at the beach. <laughs> yeah, but there's all these people around the bonfire. So it's fun. Uh, I should have the review like done like next week, um, but uh, it's definitely like it, it's a game that's. I really hope it comes to Vita because it's a game that's really good to like pick up and play for like five minutes, ten minutes, and then move on to something else. Dave, so nobody makes have, games for the Vita anymore. Come on. <laughs> I think that most <laughs> of the levels have taken me seven to eight minutes to beat. Oh, cool. So, um, uh, and then just to clarify, the developer is actually Pinocchio Games or Pinocchio Games. Right, but it's being published by Tiny Build, right? Tiny Build, yeah. You said Tiny yeah. Bits. Tiny Bits, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then I did, uh, like, a, I had family in town last week, so they were uh, they were here, and my nephews only have PS3s. My brother hasn't splurged on a PS4 for them yet. Um, and uh, so they're always fascinated with Rocket League. Um, so they had a lot of fun playing Rocket League hoops and um, nice. the ho- hockey mode. Uh, the hoops, I played it for the first time this weekend. It's, it's interesting. I think it's funny how you can drive underneath your goal on your end, but you can't drive underneath the goal on the other end. Sure you can. 
not underneath it. So on your defensive end, like the like the the hoop that you're trying to score in, when yeah. you drive, you go up the rim. No, you can drive under both of them. Uh, I then I when it was just I was just playing one on one with with one of my nephews, and it wouldn't let me. It always sent me up there. Hmm. So, but maybe that's just me. So, because hmm. like. Because that, that shielding there is just for the ball, so that, that you can't fire the ball underneath the hoop. Yeah, okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm remembering wrong, but I thought that if you wanted to score, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go underneath the net that I'm trying to score, and I'd want to go up and knock the ball in. Yeah, you do, but, they, but you can also hit the ball out of there, because the ball has to go all the way through the hoop, like in real basketball. So that's part of the strategy, is that you can get underneath, and if they shoot it in, you can actually pop it back out. Right. If you're playing against me, yeah. I can go underneath the net that you're shooting in. You can go underneath both of them. Because okay. you have to be able to drive through to get... You don't want to have to go around the hoop to get to the other side if the ball goes into the corner. So they let you drive okay. through both of them. Okay. Maybe, I'm, maybe I was just misunderstanding. I think you were I afraid of it. it so. <laughs> don't, don't be afraid of it, Dave. <laughs> um, and I've been playing you know, NBA 2K with my son and baseball. Um I really love the show this year. It's it's yeah. it's you know it's really good. So I was fortunate to be able to pick that up this year. Um, and then I I watched uh, Star Wars: Force Awakens again. Nice. Uh, same thing. My nephews really hadn't seen that yet, and I have the I bought the Blu-ray regular version and digital version. Having all that stuff on Vudu is just super nice. No matter where I am, I can just yeah. sign into the Vudu account and we can watch anything. So if I'm at my sister's house or my parents' house, I've got like 20 movies on my Vudu library now and they just work. <laughs> I love that you can do that with the Disney things. I've got it linked with my Google, my Amazon, and something else. And I can pull up all those Disney movies on anything. Yeah. It's so, like it's Almost every time I buy a movie now, I'm like, uh, I need the digital code as well. I don't want just the disc anymore. <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I've been, you know, We've just been watching the basic shows with my, you know, my wife and I, like um, Bones, NCIS, Castle, um, Arrow, oh. Flash. So she had me. Uh, I was watching Arrow for a long time, and she was kind of <clears> like, "Fine, you kind of watch your own thing and do whatever you do," which is which was great. But then when she was home more after Owen was born, yeah, she started she started watching Arrow a little bit at the beginning, and <laughs> then so she's like, so I kind of had to go and rewatch all of Arrow with her again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're all caught up now, so and oh, man. You know, it's. it's yeah, it's getting there. Uh, it's, it's, Flash. Oh, Flash has been so good this season. Yeah. I think I'm one or two episodes behind on Flash because, you know, my sister will never listen to this, so I can say that I said this and she'll never believe me. But huh. my, uh, she's older than me, but she graduated from Michigan State Med School, so she's officially a doctor this week. Ooh. <laughs> so um, we're, I was very busy last week, so I, I fell behind because I had, you know, like I said, I had family in town and everything like that. At her graduation ceremony, the dean of medicine probably said the most hilarious line I've heard of, all of your knowledge is relative, and yes, I do tell you that after you just gave me a quarter of a million dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So that was was interesting, but um, that's pretty much what I played and watched. Um, It does suck that almost it seems like all the three or four shows that my wife and I are watching all seem like they're ending this year. Like Bones is ending and NCIS is well, losing Bones another isn't character. Ending. It's just uh, what's her wait, Stan Akatic is leaving. Uh, no, that's not Bones. Oh, no, that's I'm, Castle. I'm, I'm thinking of Castle. Yeah, Bones. Yeah, yeah. Bones is ending yeah. this year, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So Bones is ending, and then there's a character on NCIS that's leaving. The character that plays Denozo, he's leaving the show. <gasps> no shit. You're kidding. Michael Wel- no. Weatherly is finally leaving, huh? Yeah, I, I can't. I can't think of his name. So, but like, he's only Michael got like Wetzel, two episodes. Yeah. yeah, he's only oh. got two episodes left. Oh, Wow. 
So he's been there since the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. With uh, Harmon. So is um, Sean Murray's been there from pretty much the start as well, hasn't he? Not Sean Murray. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Is his name Sean Murray? Yeah, yep, Sean Murray. <coughs> Not to be the guy, the guy that plays Sean Murray. You're talking about the guy <laughs> that plays McGee, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, sorry, I don't know the names of actors as well as you guys do. So. We're nerds. <laughs> We're just sad geeks. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a pretty big deal that, you know, they, they're promoting the last two episodes for Denozo and, you know, like. Holy crap. I didn't know so. that. Yeah, I so I'm up to date because in fact I got new one to watch tomorrow. But hmm. pretty much up to date, I had no idea that Denozo was leaving. Shit! It's like so. What's the last one you saw, Stuart? Way to ruin Stuart's life, Dave. Uh, how can you, I don't know how you can be up to date and not see the promotions and them saying that the well, other, they the probably guy don't promote it over yeah, in forget, Europe like they do don't here. Don't forget though, um, I because I, in the UK we're probably actually about six months behind you, so oh, I okay. I tend to download them from the states. From okay. the, the, and the, what they'll do is they'll, they'll actually edit out all the commercials, so I get the forty-two minute version oh, of okay. all the shows I watch from the states. Yeah, so I don't have to watch all the incessant commercials every five right. minutes. <clears throat> um, nope. So yeah, I've not seen anything about Denosa leaving at all. And I, I, the only reason I knew that um, Stanley Katic and and um, so uh, on, on the castle, the only reason yeah. I knew that um, Beckett and Laney were leaving. Was because all the press who had two weeks ago about it when it was, yeah. it was all announced, yeah. And then more, finding more out they might, <clears throat> yeah. And then finding out there might only be thirteen episodes next season as well. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So it's like whoa. So that that the whole that whole show is. Well, it, well, here's a thing for you. So I read last week someone said that the CW has now been renamed to DC Channel or something. Well, no, everybody's just saying that because it's got so many DC. It's got three oh, DC okay. shows. Yeah. And they might, and they're probably going to be moving Supergirl to it too, because uh, CBS still has CBS, re-upped. yeah, yeah. They haven't re-upped the season two, and they think it's because Berlanti's going to bring it over to CW. And they also, um, they're on about moving location for, to um, Vancouver to shoot as well, <laughs> which I read last week. Yeah, I mean, what really saves Supergirl is the fact that they've got Martian Manhunter. So. It's a it, it's a good show. It, it needs to do better. It, it's got the Smallville syndrome right now, so they just need to get away from that a little bit. Too much relationship. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was I was quite surprised. Yeah, I was quite surprised when they had the, the Flash crossover though. That was awesome. It was good, but it was also surprised. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't a surprise for people here. We all knew about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean that's, that that is interesting though. I never really think about it that way though. Is I see the little tidbits of next week on ncis and he never sees those no exactly because what i'll get when i watch is i'll get the voiceover saying uh, stay tuned for scenes from our next episode and then right. it just cuts so wow so another, another so yeah wow yeah that's why I was, i'm trying to think I'm, I'm trying to remember what like happened recently or like what i can reference to see if you I, were, I can't you're remember, the same I, I, I'm, I'm pretty much up today I, lo- I watched last week's one because I, I, I get the shows a day after you get them. Right. Because listen, so you, right you saw when they went overseas, right? When the yes. director. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. So they, went to the UK, they went to the UK in quotes. Yeah. So, really? <laughs> Nobody has fucking sheep in their front garden here. <laughs> I, just, I, I didn't sure say UK. Don't. I just said overseas. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, I, I actually wondered. Because I've been. Weirdly enough, we've been watching because I've got literally season seven all the way through to twelve on uh-huh. on my my media server and all, wow. and I haven't seen all of 
seasons one to six mm. in in full yet. So I've been watching some of season two recently on on the channels here, and it got me thinking about uh, uh, Ziva again. Yeah, yeah. there's and rumors that, that they might try to bring her back. They said, and but the, that would well, have already been out, I think. Well, the reason I mean, the, the, the thing is, the reason she left in the first place was to have a family, right? So, but they announced it like six months after she left that that was the reason she was leaving. Um, and I wonder now you mentioned Dinoza's leaving. I wonder if they might bring her back for an episode as he leaves. Mm-hmm. It's possible because there's always that did they didn't they will they won't they think going on with right her, right and Dinoza. Well, and it like like since like the you know my wife overanalyzes a lot of stuff, but um, <laughs> she 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 thinks that you know I, or it's probably true that they knew this at the beginning of the season, um, and like the the whole like identity crisis thing that he's been having about what his life is or isn't yes. has a lot to do with why he's they're kind of setting up him leaving the show because that's the weird thing was my my wife missed the first half of, of season thirteen. So literally the past two weeks, we've been, well, the past week we've been watching back from the start again. Mm-hmm. So that's when you're asking me what's the latest one I've seen. I'm thinking, shit, what's the last one I've seen? And literally, we watched episode one and two yesterday. And uh-huh. um, and that was Dinozo. When, when, when Gibbs came back and Gibbs said to Dinozo, it's not about me, it's about you. Where are you at? Right. right. And then you saying about Dinozo leaving made me think that you're possibly right. They would have known before season 13 started that he was wanting to leave probably mm-hmm. wow yeah it's i mean i like the show i mean i've ever since i was a kid my parents, yeah. i've always liked all those crime dramas and everything like that so oh yeah i'm a crime drama junkie well usa <laughs> network over here plays those marathons of ncis yeah. too so it's it's something that i'll have on in the background a lot well we literally had ncis um marathon uh, uh two weekends ago in the UK, we're literally Friday through till Monday because we had a uh, national holiday week ago, week ago today. Right. So we had three days and one channel was back to back NCIS. Wow! For the whole weekend, it was great. <laughs> what do you think of, of NCIS New Orleans? Um, I've watched bits and pieces of it, but it never really grabbed me. So it's grabbed me more now than it used to, and it's definitely grabbed me more than the New, New York ever did. Not New York, um, LA. LA ever did. Yeah, the LA yeah. yeah. is not very good. Yeah, so I mean, like those things, and like the I'm I like you were talking about earlier. I'm really curious how they're going to continue a season of Castle without Beckett. So. Yeah, because it's all about Beckett. That's always yeah. has been about Beckett. So yeah. I, w- I would think if she's going to leave the show, you would just kind of close it up. I, I don't understand how they're going to try to. Well, the, the, the weird enough, the creator of it um, tweeted last week just saying end of Castle. Ah, so but. That was beginning of last week, I think it was, or maybe week before. So, and yeah, since then they've announced, oh yeah, we're definitely in negotiations to do thirteen episodes for season nine. I'm thinking, or whatever, ten over it is. Is nine or ten? Or whatever, oh, I can't remember. But it's just like, yeah. oh, okay, that's that's a that, that's the end of a of season if you or a series if you're, you know, limiting its episodes to fifty percent. Yeah, I mean, at least they're not as bad as like you like USA like when they do those. Uh, we watched like Rizzoli and Isles too. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch and they call. do like four episodes and then three months off and then six episodes and three months off. And I'm like, come <laughs> on. <laughs> well, actually, I was, I was saying to somebody yesterday, actually, what pissed me off with Gotham recently is they did that two weeks ago. Fox does episodes, that shit. And the, the things, because like I said, I watched it from the States. So I, don't, I, don't, I don't see the next week episode type stuff. So it literally ended. And I'm thinking, 
and then went and I went to oh, the next week, which was week before last, and thought, shit, we're, there's no Gotham this week. And I literally mm. tweeted them just saying, what the fuck are you guys doing ending the season like that in 20 episodes? That's weird. And no, then no, they, someone, they didn't. It, there's another episode because... Yeah, there is. Those last week's one with when Azrael turned up. Yeah, yeah. There, and which is it's, phenomenal. I think, oh, my God. That was, <laughs> that was insane. Uh, I think there's three more for the season. That's it. I there think is. It's there's 24 this season, as yeah. I found out since. But at the time, I was just thinking, wait, what? Why would you do that? Well, the but Fox does that to Gotham, though, where they, they will stop it halfway through and, and make you deal with a hiatus for a couple months. Because yeah. they, I don't mind that so much when I they tell it. you they're doing that. Yeah, it's when they don't do it. I mean, other shows I used to watch things like Royal Pains. You know, yeah, they're that. bad. Like the, all the see, those are oh. USA Network shows. Royal Pains, Rizzoli and Isles, uh, yeah. Burn Burn Notice. They would do like three seasons in one year. Yeah, yeah, and then you get eight <laughs> episodes for two years. And you think, wait, what? Yeah, what? yeah. And, <laughs> and I think anyway. it's because they don't know. They don't know if the show is going to be able to keep going. Like they're going to well, get no, the they, funds. They do that because they know when they're going to get a lot of. Uh, a lot of views and when when it's kind of an off season or even like a, a three-week period where they know a lot of people aren't going to be around like a holiday or whatever they'll they started doing that now a lot of the cable networks and it pisses me off especially when they do it to gotham uh well fox does uh, sports yeah like fox would be like oh world series break for six weeks like what <laughs> it's because they got to hype it for six weeks yeah no. <clears throat> yeah hey, gotham's been yeah. so good this season oh my god i know I know. Tonight's episode is going to be epic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the stuff with Hugo Strange and Nigma, especially the the, tra- the the change that Nigma has had this year. Holy cow! Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm the, 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 saying that though, I think the biggest change we're about to see it, and I think there's a little hint of it in last week's episode at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. When when um, when Bruce walks out with everybody into that warehouse and Azrael just flies or you know, shoots off. Yeah. The look on Bruce's face was. Oh. oh shit! That's what I've got to do. Which is a little different than canon, and that bothered me actually because I'm like, that's not really how he figures all that out. In the- yeah, I know it's not, but the thing is, there's so many different things from canon in this anyway. Uh, yes and no. I mean, th- they're actually doing pretty good on uh, sticking close to thing. Like Azrael does come from uh, oh yeah, yeah. clan and all that, and. Uh, the way they created him is a little bit differently, and the fact that that Hugo Strange is doing what he's doing. But um, yeah, I mean they're, they're, they've got their own little take on a lot of canon for yeah. a lot of the characters. But Nigma's very close, um, except I don't think he worked for the police in the in the comics. Um, no, he worked for Wayne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what they're doing with Penguin though, too? Holy crap! Because I'm, I'm <laughs> I've, I haven't been the happiest about their Penguin because he he's basing it off of. Uh, uh, Danny DeVito's Penguin in Batman Returns, which is like the worst Penguin. Ugh, ugh. He actually said that's well, what he's doing. No, he, he he said that's what I'm basing it on. But what he's turning it into right now, especially the fact that they got Paul Rubens to come in and play that part. I for a couple know, of, that, that was, was so freaking awesome. That was genius. Because um, I, I adore Paul Rubens, but uh, you saw it in this last episode, just how he's snapping now. And Oh, man, I'm, I'm excited as hell. He took off what's her name's head. Like, holy crap, he decapitated yeah. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, and, and when he's feeding her dinner, ho ho. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I got to give that show another steak. I tried like two or three episodes and it just didn't grab me. I got to try it. Yeah, it's it season. 
So yeah. season one was kind of slow. Yeah. But season two is off the charts. Yeah. It's it's been great. And, and, and in fact, season two's got on further and further. Yeah. It's got more and more off the charts and off the scale as the season's gone on. And Pertwee is perfect for this Alfred. Uh, what, what the Alfred yeah. that they need, he's perfect for it. Yeah. I love that guy's voice. Yeah. The only thing that does my head in with Gotham is is um, Ben McKenzie playing Gordon. He's good at Gordon, yeah. but it's like, Jesus Christ, what hasn't gone wrong for Gordon in this version of, of the universe? Yeah, well, I mean, they're trying to show how dire and desperate the city's becoming, and, and he's becoming kind of the focal point of it. Um, you know, he, he's kind of their, their lightning rod to tell the yeah. story. But, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm, I like, I like that this last week too, where, uh, you know, his, his current chief is calling him a cocky son of a bitch and everything. And yeah, you think you can do better? He goes, well, maybe I will run things someday. Yeah. That was, that was cool. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know how Gotham was going to be, but man, season two, I, I enjoyed season one. I was, mm. I was optimistic, but season two has really turned things around. And it's a lot darker than season one, and season oh one was God, pretty dark yes. towards the end of it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been phenomenal, and the Flash has been outstanding. Arrow has just gotten better every season. I mean, uh, yeah, I've not watched Arrow. I have to say, the guy plays Oliver does my head in. See, that's the problem. When, when it first started, I didn't like him because he he seemed really stiff. Yeah. He has he owns that character now. He really does, and every season that show's gotten better and better, and one of the major annoyances of that show they took care of a couple weeks ago. Um, I it, it really is good. It 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 is really good. I'm just, I just want to see what they do in this week's Flash. Oh, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be man. And and now yeah. that Wally's getting so interested. It, it, well, now Wally's going to be what's, what's his name again in the bloody books, comic books. Well, Wally actually becomes the Flash in the comic. No, he doesn't become. Well, he doesn't. He comes. Oh, it's not Kid, quite. The he's Flash, like Kid it? Speed or something, isn't he? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he becomes the Flash at, at one point because he's pretty much the favorite Flash of a lot of people that, that read the comics. Is right. Okay. Yeah. So there is a point where he becomes the Flash. Uh, I don't think they're going to do that in the show, you know, anytime soon. But the no, fact but that I, he's getting I, so I have worked something now. out. Yeah, I have worked something out myself. I oh, think, boy. and you know, the guy in the Iron Mask in Earth Two. I don't think that's Wally. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it's Wally. I think it's I think it's um, our man himself. I think it's Barry. Uh no, it can't be. Why not? Because when they went back to to Earth Two, no, 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 the the our Barry from Earth One. Oh well, hmm. time travel. Yeah, that's interesting. Yep, because possible uh, because I I happen to see the the episode names of the last four episodes and the last episode is called Man in the Iron Mask. Well, this the the episode this week is the one that Kevin Smith directed too. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, cool. yeah, yeah. The one coming up this week he directed it and he said it's a very emotional story. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I want to see what happens, but. <laughs> I think Barry's quote quote disappeared for the moment, and I think he'll make a reemergence again when they take the mask off the guy in Iron Mask in huh, Earth Two. Interesting. That's my that's my that's my theory. I've been trying to figure out that mask, yeah, because <clears throat> they keep showing him, and you you know that he's important somehow. Yeah, like when he was knocking on the glass, like trying to knock the Morse code. code and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the other thing I thought about originally was that 
was another version of J. But then again, that means there's going to be three J's. So we know it's not that. See, I actually thought it was Barry's dad. But then when he started using Morse code, the only person who deciphered Morse code was Barry. It's true. So that's why I, I, I think it is, it is our Barry. Man, now you got me thinking. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Stuart, I'm curious with you, since you like the crime dramas, have you seen the show uh, Blind Spot? No. Okay. Do I, do I need to check it out? Yeah, it's an interesting concept. Um, there's a girl that her memory is wiped, and she's covered in head, head to toe in tattoos. Oh, I think I've seen a trailer for this. Well, it's Jamie yeah, Alexander the, from the Thor movies. Yeah, and the tattoos tell stories. Like, they, 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 the FBI picks her up, and the, she has the name of an FBI agent tattooed on her back. Of there's a story behind why how those two are connected, but right. like the tattoos lead them to like huge crime, like crime rings and 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 cases and stories. So it's all about deciphering her tattoos and figuring out where she came from and why she has all these tattoos on there. Cool, I'll check it out. The other thing I've been watching incessantly is Elementary. <laughs> My wife loves that show. I fall asleep now, every time. Okay, so <laughs> I, my I, parents I, love that show. <laughs> when it first started, I hated it because it was came out just after Sherlock started right, here. Right, And then come season three, I'm like, holy crap, this is actually better than Sherlock. Let's not and get this crazy is, now, Stuart. And I know, but the I, <laughs> thing is, don't get me wrong, I still love Sherlock, but Sherlock, we get three, and if we're lucky, four episodes a year. Yeah, but they're all movie. I mean, they're, they're as long as a movie. Yeah, they kind of can be, but then again, we get Elementary, which is 24, 42-minute episodes. Sure. Um, and it, the, the, whilst they don't, obviously they, don't, they can't, because of the amount of material there is, they can't go to canon and use a lot of it, but they drop little bits in here, there, and everywhere. And I think this season, having his father played by John Noble in it, turn up almost every episode, every second episode, has been genius, because it's obviously building a much larger picture and a connection to Moriarty again. Oh, okay. So yeah. I'm getting really hooked on it. And I want to, in fact, I think it's a new episode download for me to watch tomorrow. So I downloaded today for me. So yeah, I want to see. My wife makes references to that all the time when she tries to explain to me the brother and how it deals with the book. And I'm like, I, I, I can't follow all this. <laughs> <laughs> with, with Mycroft or... Uh, oh well, yeah, Mine- Minecraft, and then Moriarty, like the the way that like they like Moriarty was like his arch nemesis, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I know the basics of Sherlock Holmes, but she's like a huge history buff, so she like eats all that stuff up with that and Perot and all that stuff. So. Oh, Rock's mom loves Perot. Yeah. She loves that I'd show. I I yeah, but now it's all finished. So hey. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind, never mind. I, I mean, so, yeah, I, I've watched a couple of uh, episodes of Elementary with my parents because they watch it religiously. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm just such a Sherlock fanboy that it's tough for me to watch anything else. Well, it was for me like season one and season two. I hardly watched it. Yeah, you know, I'll maybe catch an episode every two or three or four episodes. But then I actually got hooked on it, and now I don't miss an episode. Wow. Um, and I think mainly it's down to Johnny Lee Miller. I like Johnny Mil- Lee Miller, and, and I yeah, and I like Lucy Liu, so I don't have any problem with yeah. them at all. I can't believe she's fifty-one. No kidding. Yeah, I know, crazy. Uh, but um, I'll, in terms of Johnny Lee Miller, it's yeah, the, the first thing I was ever exposed to him, in was, of course, was Train Spotting. Yeah. Well, which everybody here knows him this, from Hackers, <laughs> which I, I thankfully have never seen. 
it's so it's a there. goof. I mean, it, it's I so know, bad that it's funny. It, it, uh, although it's funny because they do play Wipeout in it, like this CG <laughs> CG rendered. It looks like they're playing Wipeout. Uh, so I, th- I always thought that was a little interesting. But uh, yeah, that's when Johnny Lee Miller uh, was married to to her for like a month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, so what else I'll be watching? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Not, not a time for anything else. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a good quite... thing or a bad thing that we have very similar show interest. You're a lot older than me. <laughs> Thank you for rubbing that last bit in there. So you're a lot older than me. You know, older would be fine, but a lot. Um, that just means that Dave likes is... old guy shows. Yeah. Cheers, cheers, mate. Yeah. Thing is, I, I the stuff that you'll never watch probably things like you you used to in the UK of Inspector Morse and Lewis and all this stuff based on the same character set in in Oxford in the UK. You know, they were literally they started off in the eighties as two hour to three hour movies. You know, they they do six a season. It was great. You know, and yeah. The actor that played him has passed away now, and then his sergeant got his own TV show, and that became Lewis, you know, and that's just just finished now after seven seasons, I think. Jeez. Of again two hour episodes, you know, uh, three or four a season, which is okay, but it's the same thing with Sherlock, you know, it's it's literally as you said a movie per episode, right. Um, so I love all that shit, but that stuff, that's, I mean, people look at me and say, you want to watch South Wars? Old. Like, fuck off. I'm not old. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know, but then again, I'm watching like, you know, Flash and Gotham and stuff. And it's like, oh, you're too old to watch that. Oh, fuck yeah. off. Yeah, I can't so say much sad. since I just bought the, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I bought the entire box set for the old Wild Wild West show. And that, that was in the sixties and seventies. I never heard of it. I'm not that old. It was really big over here. Uh, it was kind of a James Bond set in, in Western times in the old West. Okay. Uh, it's really good. Then, then the, and then they did a really shitty movie with uh, Kevin Klein and Will Smith. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Wicka, wicka, wow, that wow. movie was kind of based on the TV show. The TV show was way better, uh, but there was a complete box set on DVD with, with all the seasons. And I, I bought that. Wow. It's, it's that awesome. movie was actually based on something. Yeah. Well, wow. you know, loosely based on, it was the same characters essentially. Uh, but man, Jeez. that movie was God awful. Oh, it was terrible. Uh, what have I been playing? Uh, well, of course, uh, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Played the shit out of that. I've almost got every single trophy as well. I gotta finish that game still. Uh, which is good. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The only thing is wrong with it is it's too short, I think. Wow. Not as long as Kraken Time, which is a shame. Because mm. Kraken Time is probably the best Ratchet and Clank game. Really? You think so? Oh, yes, without okay. a doubt. All right. Kraken Time was the first PS3 game I ever played. Wow. Wow. Uh, and the, it's also the, the, the first PS3 game where I would have got a fucking platinum if it wasn't for the fact that the hard and ultimate uh, difficulty settings were not stacked on PlayStation. Oh. So I played it on medium and got easy straight away. I thought, yeah, I can just go straight to and it unlocked ultimate. I thought, oh, great, I'll do ultimate now and it'll, <laughs> I'll get hard. No. So I finished an ultimate and still got the fucking hard trophy to get, haven't I? Uh, that sucks. That's the last one. So I like that pissed me off royally. But yeah, love cracking time, love Roger and Clank. What else have we been playing? Um well of course Uncharted Four today. Yeah, saw the picture. Stuart got a hold of his copy of Uncharted Four early. Oh well you say early. 
It's early. Late compared to, late compared to some of my friends who got it last week. Well, but we had jobs <sighs> to do. Uh, yeah, this is true. So, not you. I wasn't meaning you, but hey, there you go. You brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. It, it, I finished right. it. I finished well, it. Friday. I, I've been playing for four and a half hours. So. Oh, you got a long way to yeah. go, boy. So, as I started, I'm on chapter eight, I think it is. And I started four and a half, five hours of playing it before you called me to say, let's do the show. Uh, uh, yeah, last minute as yeah. usual. Oh, yeah. Uh,. <laughs> Uh, what else? Uh, I must have been playing something else recently. Oh, uh, playing Lumo, of course. Yeah, tell our, people our about Lumo. Release. Tell them, tell them what it's all about. So Lumo is, and there's a bit of history here. So Gareth Noyce, um, the guy who created Lumo, um, he literally started tweeting about it and doing pictures and stuff about October 2014-ish. Okay. Um, and I thought this is a fucking great game because it's, it's it's an isometric platform game adventure game and it's the kind of games i used to play to death on the yeah. old Sinclair spectrum in, in the 80s yeah so i i reached out and said it's a fucking awesome game do you have a publisher for it and he went no uh, who's doing your console versions he went nobody i said we'll tell you what why don't we we'll do the console versions if you let us publish it so we literally started doing some ps4 and xbox one builds you know like back in in november 2014 sure. um and then he wasn't he said he had a year left in it so like, okay let's leave it there blah, blah blah so he went away for a while and then next thing you know he's got a publishing deal with rising star games uh. who are a bunch of that's not not a problem because a bunch of they're really good guys actually and the guy that runs it uh in uh, martin defries weirdly enough is now married to um the pr girl who i used to work with in a company in in the mid 90s yeah. which is another one of these small world situations um so yeah so um, Rising Star publishing it. It's out soon. Um, we've done uh, the PS4, Vita, and Xbox One versions at JAW. Uh, PS4 version was the first to be approved two and a half, three weeks ago. Yeah, and it's probably the the, the longest lead time we've had from approval to release on anything JAW has ever done. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And between twelve minutes, you know, when we did PS4 volume, we were approved on the Monday and out on the Tuesday. Wow! So, oh yeah, we've, we've been through the ringer a few times. Um, but yeah, so Lumo, that's great. It's um, got four hundred and eighty different locations in the game. Yeah. And for those of you who remember the old style isometric games, each room is a different location. Yeah. So there's four hundred and eighty odd rooms, and it literally is puzzle solving. You know, like. You know, kind of like the, the, the old Doom and Quake stuff where you get a key and take it to a place type thing. But in this, there's a lot more involved in, you know, trying to navigate through different uh, graphical styles, but also worlds as well. So one of the later worlds has ice for a floor, for example. So if you, you can't just stand on it. As soon as you move a little bit and let go of the stick, you still slide a little bit. Yeah. So if you imagine trying to jump across moving platforms, well, all that stuff's going to, it's quite intense. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, thoroughly enjoying it. Um, it's weirdly enough, I've played the game and finished the game must be 15, 20 times at least in the office. Wow. But now that I, you know, I've taken delivery of a, a, a review code from the Nightfield Rising Star, I've been playing the crap out of it at home as well. Um, just because I can platinum that shit now. <laughs> Hopefully. I'll have to, I'll have, to have you uh, uh, share play my version of the game and you can get me the platinum. <laughs> no, um, to honestly, there's actually parts of it which I I, I just can't do because one, some of the um, 
some of the uh, trophies are are they are hardcore trophies. Ah. Um, yeah. I mean, the, one of them is you you have to um, collect some hidden items, but there's not one or two. There's fifty of them. Oh my god! And even I don't know where they all are. <laughs> so it's like. Ah. Um, so yeah, so it's it's there's a lot of game in there. You know, if you wanted to hundred percent it, it's going to take you two or three playthroughs probably just to <sighs> learn it. Um, but you can finish the game if you want to speed run it. You can speed run it in an hour forty five, hour fifty. Nice. Uh, the the one of the, the the hardest trophies is old school mode, which is literally you have to complete the game using three lives only and oh, no oh. save game. Oh my no god! Save. So it literally is a single playthrough. That's, uh, that's cold experience. But you can you can get ex- you can get extra lives and stack them up and stuff. You know, so it is very possible. But you you, you have to yeah. It's 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 it's, it's hardcore eighties proper games <laughs> like we used to have in the old days. This this sounds like a game for Johnny's boy, right, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> for him to like curse at the in the party chat. Sure. Yeah, we'll have to make sure we're on the party when you're playing it. <laughs> So that'll be good. Um, so yeah, that's that's and I'll, what else have we been doing? Um, that's all I've been playing at home, but at the office, um, I've been playing. Um, I've been playing the office. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I forgot. Oh no, okay. I've been playing City Skylines, which is a game we're doing for Paradox on Xbox. Right. One. So even though that's PlayStation, try to apologize. I've been playing the crap out of that. Recently on console, which is good. Okay. Um, so it's coming on. It's not going to be out until later in the year, but we're getting there. Um, and also, what else have I been playing? Also, a third game. What the hell is it? Oh, forget myself. Uh, Volume Coda, which is the DLC for Volume from Mike Bithell. Oh, okay. We're doing we're doing the VR DLC for that, and it's called Coda. Nice. Um, that'll be out at launch for PlayStation VR in was October, I think it is. Yep. yep. Um, so yeah, and I, hopefully that'll be on show at E3 as well. I believe it is. I'm not obviously we're not publishing it, so I don't know for definite. But um, some of the conversation we've had with the guys is that it'll be on show at E3. Nice. Um, and it adds an extra thirty something levels to the already hundred chord levels in original, but it presents it in a completely new way, new character to play. Um, and you actually you play yourself in VR playing the game, so you're almost like you when you put the headset on, you're in a, a an office block in the future, um, like 2050 or something like that, and you're literally you can see the city living on going on around you, but you can actually play the the the, the volume coder levels in that space in almost like a holographic VR kind of way in the game. Oh, wow. So it's almost, it's almost like Inception and Inception type thing. <laughs> so which button does the kick? Uh, none. <laughs> <laughs> no! But, yeah, no! But it, it's good. It's, 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 really, it's actually quite fun to play. So it's, it's been fun doing a VR game. Nice. Um, yeah. So, I mean, is yeah. that the only thing you're dealing with with VR right now? Have you gotten to mess with that very much yet? I can't tell you anything else. What we're doing oh, you bastard! <laughs> but you but are have, you are telling us. Have, in fact, there is a VR. Oh wait, we already know there's VR. We we've got all three VR kits in the office. Nice. Uh, that's a PlayStation VR. In fact, we've got five PlayStation VR kits in the office. Wow. Um, we got a, got a, a, a Vive or two and an Oculus or two. Between the uh, Oculus and the Vive, 
Which one do you, do you like better? I, I, I no, honestly, hand on heart, I've not used them yet. I've uh, only literally used PSVR, so uh, yeah. Apologies. No, Can't that's fine. I say was, which is which. Just curious. All right. Well, I, I will say this though: the Vive is a much better package in terms of the boxes you get and what you get in them. <laughs> what well, it does, we turn on. I had no idea yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole thing with the with the V Vive or whatever you want to call it is uh, all the sensors on it and. Uh, the fact that it's got the camera so that you can see around if you need to, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, that's, but, that's definitely unique. Well, what but, about making games for them, though? Is one better, easier, user-friendly? Well, it's mostly because we're, we're, we're using Unity for it. You know, oh, Unity okay, kind of yeah. takes that mysticism out a little bit. You literally... Well, in saying that, um, that again, because we, we haven't done too much of this, but the Oculus, it... Um, <sighs> There's slightly more complexity to doing Oculus stuff than there is to do Vive and PSVR. Hmm. As, as, as crass as this might sound, PSVR, you literally hit a checkbox that says, is this is the VR title? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, that's me you know, being really quite crude about it, but there's a lot more involved. But with Oculus, you've literally got to jump through hoops, like standing on one leg, patting your head and rubbing your tummy at the same time <laughs> just to get shit to work. Because uh, you have to use so much of their own APIs. Um, oh, okay. But you know, it's 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 not all bad. Right. Right. It's it's going to be really interesting to see kind of how things play out by E3 next year. You know, because then let, yeah, let's see how the, let's have all three bake and see kind of how things fall apart or fall into place. Yeah, but at the end of the day, right? You know, VR is still not going to be in a place where every living room has them. No, until not at all. Until they become literally a pair of shades with no wires in them, right? Yeah, you can just throw them on. Like, in fact, to be completely honest, but like um, Michael J. Fox's female character in Back to the Future Two, yeah, he went to stick our goggles on. Until we get that situation, it's not going to be mainstream. It's still going to be niche. It's still going to be a small minority. But I, of I, the grand, I the think grand that there, of things. I think there's the possibility of getting enough numbers to make it viable, though. Yeah, I mean, this is the, but, the, at the end of the day, you know, PSVR is what, 400 bucks, 300 bucks, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. that's half the price of the other two. Yeah. You know, uh, so you're not going to have the quality of those things in PSVR, but at the same time, though, the quality you're getting is no slouch. No. It, it's fucking awesome. And the fact, you know, a PlayStation 3 for, or 4, for Christ's sakes, is what, $400 as well in the States now, or is it yep. $300 now? Yep, 400. Yeah, 400 You know? If you want to use a Vive or an Oculus, you need a thousand dollar PC minimum. Yep. You know before before buying Oculus. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. so you could have for eight hundred bucks or nine hundred bucks, you could have a PlayStation Four and a VR headset, which is still cheaper than buying a PC to power one of the two PC ones. And it's it's essentially you know worry free. You just plug the shit in and go. PC, you're yeah. still dealing with, you know, where do I plug this in? Where does this go? All these other cables, and hoping that you have the right hardware, hoping that you have the right drivers installed, hoping that you don't have video card. Pro- you know, there's all that, that yeah. PC grief. Well, the, the with, fact that well, the, the, the Oculus requires was it four USB three connections? Yeah. Whoa. You know, uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That shit came out a month before they put the thing on sale well, in February. So, and like, then some of the other basic features that VR is going to do too, to where like I could like people that maybe only have one TV at home, like to where I could be playing a game, yeah. 
a regular PS4 game with the headset on, and my wife could be watching TV on the same TV. Yep. Yes. Yeah. You know, like everything's still powered the same way. I could be sitting there playing, you know, playing a football game or, you know, playing Destiny and she could be watching a TV show. Yeah. But in fairness, though, the, 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 that's the, what the breakout box is for. You know, that's right. the external box that does, that has two, um, that's, that's two solutions to two problems, really, or one solution mm-hmm. to two problems. And that, in that, that, you know, if you if your TV's been used for your cable box, I mean, you can still play PlayStation. And all it does is it cr- literally creates a, a fixed screen in front yeah. of your eyes. So wherever you move your head to, it's always yeah. there. Yeah. Does, but I just, I just don't think Oculus is going to let you play Counter Strike Go on the Oculus. No. No. And then again, the, the nice thing with PSVR and the boxes. You know, while you got the headset on, people in your living room can watch you what you're doing on the TV, which mm-hmm. I love because you can do that with Oculus, but it skews it. It, it makes the, the yes. screen really freaky, and it gives you the the two images. Whereas yeah, the exactly. PlayStation box is actually encoding it for a 1080p TV. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Exactly. They had, they had that display mode on um, MGC last year when I was when when I took my son. No, and oh, I yeah, was yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah. I was watching him walk around the like the little virtual arcade thing, and uh, I had to watch the two images, and it like it made my head hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now apparently they're yeah. changing that though. I heard that they're gonna have a new driver out sooner. There's some new app out there, like some third party app that that changes that. But I'm not sure. I thought I thought I'd heard that what, on Oculus. Yeah. Yeah, they, they will at some point because this just seems a logical thing to do. You know, why yeah. Why does the fucking Why do you need to, the PC monitor need to display? Two eyes in in, in spheres. Well, I think it was a performance thing. Yeah, and well, I mean, you have to think about it. The, the one of the one of the pieces of of the PlayStation VR is that breakout box, and that's got yeah. a processor in there, and that's what what is happening is that box is the thing Weirdly, that's actually outputting. Yeah, it. The, the 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 biggest thing that box is actually doing though is not the the HDMI split. It's literally the work. It's got an extra. Th- uh, VR 360 audio processor in it, right? You know, for the for, for working out where your head's pointing at, so whether the audio gets remixed to and stuff, right? That, that's one of the biggest things in that that box, other than the fan, right? And that box is not big anyway. It's it's still no. it's probably the size of two Blu-ray boxes, but you know, if they were square, right, right, using the small edge, you know, it's not a big box by any stretch of imagination, right. Yeah, but, but in fairness, you know, I don't mind having a box like that compared to having, you know, when you when you from the box to headsets, the wire's not overly obtrusive. It's quite small, really, compared to the the the, you know, the cables you have to have going to the PC ones. Yeah, and that yeah. was one of the complaints about, especially the Oculus, is that, and actually, it looked like the Vive was the same way, where it had multiple cables yeah. coming out of it. Whereas the the PlayStation VR, it, it all breaks down to that one cable that goes to it. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, that's yeah. one thing I like about PlayStation VR is they, they've obviously really thought about not just the form factor, but also about kind of the human interaction with it as well. It just seems like they've really covered all those bases. Well, but as much as they could. A log- yeah, from a logical standpoint, you know, Oculus and Vive, they're, they're for PCs. Yeah, not many people have PCs in the living room right. as their main centerpiece. Whereas right. a PlayStation is meant for the living room under the TV. Yeah, you know, the last thing they want to do is have you with a loom of cables coming from your head in, a, in your lounge space. Well, and that's what's so great about their design too is that yeah, you can still have everything plugged in and use the PlayStation on the TV normally if you want. 
And, yeah. and you don't have to <laughs> keep unhooking crap all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So which uh which game of yours are gonna are you going to uh do a Neo mode for? Uh, <laughs> uh I don't know. I, I I there's one I want to do. Oh boy. Um but that's something we've not announced yet. Oh. Gravity Crash Ultra Ultra Plus Plus Plus. <laughs> we've still got to finish off Super Gravity Crash Ultra first. Yeah you do, fucker. <laughs> So, like, from a developing standpoint, though, like, are you allowed to, like, are you allowed to talk on that at all? Like, on, on what Neo stuff? Yeah, I could, I couldn't possibly comment other than what's been already said publicly. So, like, I, I guess I'm wondering, like, from your perspective, is it going to be worth it to you to make two versions of the same game? For, right. Okay. Firstly, from my, as I understand it so far, there's not much to say because um, I've not read everything. Okay. Um, but and the main thing from my understanding is though that one of the requirements is that you can't do two versions of the same game. You literally have a game which is PlayStation Four, which well, may or may not have extra Neo capabilities. I think that's what he's saying. Is is it worth you doing the the Neo patch or, or the Neo support in the game as well um, as the regular game? It depends. I think it depends what it is. I mean, you know, if you've got a game which is pushing the PS4 to run it. And then, right, okay, let me let me take a step back because part of the stuff around Neo, from what I've read publicly, is it's for it's for four K TVs. Well, yes, is, so no, no. So, so if you don't have a four K TV, it, yeah, that's what I'm getting. You can to. still do, you know, uh, better resolution textures. You can uh, hold hold a more consistent frame rate, uh, and you have 512 yeah. meg additional RAM to use. They're opening up. 512 yes. meg more of RAM for this, this Neo mode or whatever you want to call it. And that yeah, was that's so, the big um, thing. Even if you don't have a, a 4K TV and you don't use the scaler, because it's only outputting a 2K, and then the scaler takes it up to 4K. So, yeah, okay. But you're still getting basically a little bit more in terms of resources. I mean, roughly 20% more in resources for 1080p games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying anything because I'll, <laughs> I'll get a phone call in two days' time to say what the okay. fuck. No, because <laughs> like everything that I've been reading and, and looking into it, and like even as a group, like as our staff, we've been talking about it. Like you know, it's great. Like like, and I'll use broad examples like Uncharted Four, looking even better than what it's gonna look like. That's a cool concept to me. But then when you get into the stuff of like multiplayer, where you have to still develop for the most common denominator. Because you can't right. give them a competitive advantage. Yeah, I mean, it, to honestly, the, 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 the my take on Neo, Neo is this is in, isn't anything to do with any documentation, but this is just purely my own perception of it. I don't have a 4K TV, and I, I probably won't get one for a while yet. So the only thing I would expect to be able to do with a game which is, let's say, Neo compatible, would be if a game runs at 30 1080p, I'd like it to run at 60 1080p. Right, and that's, that's that's what they're saying is one of the possibilities, and they're not promising that obviously because they can't promise that because that's all about your code and everything else. But that's what they're saying is that the more resources are available, so you should be able to have a better opportunity to do that in your game. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, Ratchet and Clank, for example, looks fucking stunning, and it's at thirty frames. But it, it's at thirty frames. Imagine what that would be like at 60. But it they said, they like said a, they did that on purpose because they wanted it to be closer to what the movie is because the movie is running at 30. Yeah. 
because they're That's tied. That's great, but I still like having six frames a second. I get it too. I, I totally agree, but I, I understand and why then they're let, doing let's it. Take a side, let's take a sidestep. Let's think of Assassin's Creed. Hmm. If Assassin's Creed run it at 60, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's... it's <clears throat> If if the hard was a little bit more powerful, it would basically be dotting the I's and crossing the T's, not making it look any better in terms of more features to me, but just making it run a little bit quicker. But then you look at a game like Uncharted Four, and I can't imagine what they could do with that game. I really can't. Other, other than making it run at sixty. But like, how big of a like Stuart? How big of a user base do you think would jump into this other system? I don't know. Well, that's I, the I, big I, question. I it's really how they market it. It it, it all but, has to do with their but, strategy. But I, I, okay, let's let's talk theoretics here. If I was Sony and I was releasing an updated piece of hardware, I would make it so that it would replace all the hardware, i.e., they would stop manufacturing the regular mm-hmm. PS4s and just you know put out the the Neo version instead. Yeah. Piss off all the people that bought that were early adapters. Well, no, you're, but well, you're not though, are you? Because it's the exact same price. Um, the but games are not going to be. There are not going. To, there are a lot of people that email us all the time and have for ten years. That our college students don't have very much money, and they spend a lot of money on that console, and can't yeah. ever afford games. And now there's going to be a better one out. And if they would have waited two years, they would have had the better one. But, it's, it's a shitty yeah. thing to do the, to the well, people no, that supported not. you no, so not, much. No, it's, not. it's not, because if that was the case, did anybody bitch about the new 3DS? No. Yeah, they did. A ton of people have been bitching about it. Okay, in comparison to this install base, it's negligible. Okay, yeah, okay. So there's the install base question. So if, let's say, Neo comes out this holiday, <clears throat> and in 12 months yeah, from now, I don't know, it sold 5 million units. Yeah. Are you at Just Add Water going to develop a game with that small of a user base? That's a tricky one to answer. <laughs> because the de- no, only because... Um, it's additional uh, development time. It's additional money you're spending on development. Is, is it worth that cost to you to make... I don't even know what game you would make or whatever, cause, or to make a game A that you know on PS4 at, in another year from now will be, God forbid, 50, 60 million, 50 million units... And then this other version that's at five or seven or even ten million, is that worth it to you, dollars and cents wise, from a business perspective? Uh, uh, right. So put my cap on as a developer, and the information I may or may not be part to in terms of Neo. <laughs> um, I think it it would be because the work involved isn't that much. Let me just put it that way. Okay. okay. And to me, that feels like that system is not that much better to warrant me spending another four hundred dollars. Um, it's to me, it's a sort of system, right? If you if you got a, like, for example, in my family, we had three PS3s at one point. Okay, right now we've got one PS4. Okay, if at such times we bought a second PS4, and it was whenever this thing comes out, I'll just get one of those. Absolutely, yes, but. Um, I wouldn't, and this is the thing that I think people are, are kind of forgetting about, really, to some degree, is that there are not going to be any Neo-only titles. That is but, not going to happen. But, but, Stuart, there are people like me, a lot yeah. of people like like me, who need to have the best version of whatever. Yeah. 
And, you know, I really think that it's crappy to do this. And and it's funny. We get these emails like, I don't know why you're so mad about it. They did a PS3 Slim. It's the, it's not, it's the same hardware people. That's why this is apples and oranges. They're now upgrading the hardware, the internals of the system, after being out for two years, essentially. So this is you, nobody can tell me that this strategy has worked in the past because it hasn't. The Sega CD sold like shit. The the 32X is the most popular uh, comparison, and it was not supported well at all either. When you upgrade the hardware yes, incrementally but, like this, but, it but, never but, goes but, over but, well. Right, but but the difference between Neo and 32X is. 32x you had to jump through a shit ton more hoops than you do with neo well yes and no i mean it was an add-on this isn't an add-on it's a whole new piece of hardware but but the 40 plus years of console gaming the precedent has been set especially in the last probably 20 years that you don't upgrade the hardware after two years unless you're nintendo with with their stupid portables you don't let's look at another let's let's look at another way because of the rate of Technology advancement. We have now the the, the ten year life cycle is gone. But it hasn't been a okay? ten year life cycle. It's been a five year no, 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 life no, no, no. cycle. If you're going to start quoting Moore's law, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but the the target for the consoles always is ten year life cycle. It is, but they've and, all, they've and always overlapped not, after five or six years, and seven. that that's acceptable for a lot of people, especially because that life right. cycle also includes a staged. Uh, uh, release where you know, like they don't come out in Argentina and and, and South America, etc., until a few years after it hits everywhere else. Right. Okay. So that's so, how right. they, they they keep their sales alive for ten right. years. Okay, stopping you again because this is what we're what you're talking about is what has been over the past fifteen twenty years. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Right. Now, unfortunately, we live in a society today. We're dumb fucks by new phones every six to twelve you, months you because can't it's more compare powerful. This to phones, you can't. Why not? Because the phones have been out for that long, and we haven't seen this kind of thing happen with the PS2 or the PS3. And mobile phones were around back then too. No, they weren't. Well, yes, they were. But yes, not smartphones. Smartphones okay, only but, turned up in two thousand six. But Stuart, with, with with the phones, eventually over time. Something won't work on an iPhone four that works on a six. So how far are we away from but a game? I know you consoles. keep, I know you keep saying that we can't do it. But how far until a developer says this will only run on four on four point five? Nobody. Like it, it well, can't. Sony won't allow I, can, I can guarantee that right now. Yeah, Sony won't okay. allow that. But okay. it's yeah. it's not about that. I, I I hate when people are comparing comparing this to cell phones because it's a very different beast. It really is because we're used to okay if they came out in two thousand six smartphones, PS three was out then. They didn't upgrade the PS three in in a quicker amount of time because of cell phones or because of smartphones. No, you're right. They didn't. But if you look at it over time since two thousand six, the 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 speed at which phone technology has increased. Has meant that the incremental leaps. Let's take Apple. Well, do every twelve months. Then, if, if they're if the console makers are going to start doing this, then I'm done. I'm going to PC. No, and that's it. I'm done. Right, the, right. Calm down. Give me your knickers on. No, I'm fucking right. done. <laughs> Just wait, for God's sakes. So, at the end of the day, we're not going to see that. What we might see is a five to six year maximum life cycle, which means every three to four years there'll be an increment. That's ludicrous. 
now between you and I, it wouldn't at all surprise me that a certain company based in Redmond are probably doing the same thing next year. No, we all know. No, we all know. We're gonna find. We're gonna see the new Xbox, the upgraded Xbox at E3 this year. I can almost guarantee you that. Half the reason that play that Sony is doing this is as an answer, even though. My theory is that the the Xbox 1.5 or whatever the fuck they're going to call it <laughs> is going to be the same hardware, but they're going to take all the TV shit out, which allows them to take that 30% or whatever the percentage is that's that's dedicated to the TV side of things that they can't that they can't open up to games. They're going to open that up to games and allow people to use those resources. But the funny thing is, the CPU is still a generation behind what's in the PS4 today. Yeah, but. The, the the this neo is is purely marketing because they know that Microsoft is going to make this move and they know people are going to see that and go oh more pull for Xbox already and then Sony's going to come out and say oh by the way we have a new powerful one too that's all this is is a response to what they know Microsoft is doing it and is and you know this and you know this how because I'm smart and I've worked in technology for over twenty years okay, and okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> This this conversation is going to continue off air because there's things I can't talk about. <laughs> okay, well let me let me ask you this, Stuart. Do you think that Sony is going to release the, whatever the Neo and PSVR in the same quarter? Yes. No. Yeah, Neo's coming out in October. I'm almost positive. No, it's not. I, 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 October, it's November. Not. No. Really? Because that's I'm how I read nothing. it. I'm I'm saying nothing. Okay. Okay. Because I, I don't it. think I don't think they can fracture their user base like that in their wallet. Mm, yeah. If they weren't going to fracture their users' wallet, they wouldn't bring out a new system two years later. Right. Glenn, I agree. Glenn, I agree Glenn, with you, Glenn. Glenn but they Glenn. can't bring out two four hundred dollar things. I'm so at the pissed same off time. about this new system. No, because I just don't think that like from you know, and I'm not a you know, Glenn's the tech expert, but I from a you know, I've been in retail for sixteen years. Like you can't do that. Yeah. You can't launch eight hundred dollars worth of hardware in the same quarter. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, don't forget that they're not. It's not being quote quote launched. It's just going to replace the units in production. Oh, I know. I just don't like it. I don't like it. I I, <laughs> I, I I'm so against this in so How many, many ways. PS4s have you got? Four. Yeah, exactly. But I've I mean, I I know I'm a unique situation. No, I know it. But the thing is, up until I packed my house up this last weekend, I used all four of those PS4s. I have two at the house. I have one at my desk when I was doing recording and everything else. I had one in my living room. I have one here at Rocks, and I have one sitting at my parents because I'm at my parents a lot to help them out over we- on weekends. Yeah. I use all four of those PS4s, and I know it sounds ridiculous, and I know it's la-di-da, whatever, but, and I know I'm a, a unique situation. It, it doesn't have anything to do with that. If I only owned one PS4, this would still bother me because you're fracturing your user base. You're going to piss off people that... that all those people that bought 36 million plus PS4s that supported your brand, you're turning your back on them, in my opinion. You are. I, I don't you don't replace the hardware that. that quickly. It, it pisses me <laughs> but, off. But, I guess but, but, for, for, for me, I'm not a huge tech guy, so I just want to know, like, can can this new PS4 run, guaranteed run these games at 60 frames, 1080p? Well, the PS4 today can run games at 1080p at 60 frames. Yeah, but all of the games are shit and slow. But it's not not very complex. Can can it? Okay, or you know, how close to 4K are we gonna get? Because like for me, like I, it outputs a 2K. (laughs) No, that's right in the documents. It outputs a 2K, and then the scaler brings it up to 4K. I know, but I'm asking the guy that makes. I'm saying nothing. (laughs) I'm saying nothing. (laughs) Okay. 
Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm in so not much as, trouble. I am not as technically <laughs> smart as Glenn, so I know I'm asking the, the, some naive, yeah, questions. Yeah, well, no, you're not, because Glenn's not being technically smart tonight. Well, but the, the <laughs> thing is, it, it, that's the one big question about the, the new PS4 is that we don't know exactly what GPU it's going to have in it yet. Everybody is guessing that it's the Pegasus chipset from ATI, but that's just based on the numbers that are in the documentation. But everybody's saying that everything I've read is that it's essentially going to output a 2K and then the scaler is going to take it up to 4. And that's how they're going to support 4K. Yeah. But like my, my gaming perspective of what keeps games in my house is multiplayer. Sure. And if multiplayer is not going to be any better, why would I don't it be? Want it. You, you can't make it better because then you're fine. I know. I'm not, I, 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 I know that. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is like, so the, the, the Madden players, the Call of Duty players, the yeah. Battlefield players, their game's not going to run any better. Well, it, right? it might run better in terms of, like, if you're playing multiplayer and you're on an original PS4, I'm on a Neo, mm-hmm. and we're playing, we're playing Destiny. My yeah. Destiny can run at 60 frames and yours can run at 30, and it'll still run fine. That's but you have, a, comp- you have a competitive advantage no, I won't. over me. No, 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 no I won't. they won't do, because... Cause, because network lag and network tick, they won't be affected as yeah. such. Because it's you, you're talking about it's, it's like saying, right? It's, your analogy there, Dave, is almost like saying that because um, you've got a one gig network card, but Glenn's got a ten meg network card, your game's going to be better than his. Well, okay, I, I get he's what, gonna, no, he's I get what Dave is talking about. Quicker than I am, right? It, it is and it isn't. It, it's mm. it's more frames per second, but the game itself is still going to run so that. Like all your clients' type prediction is, is still going to run the same on both systems. So, okay, yes. so if you if you and I are ADSing on a on a Pacific target, aren't you going to see it sooner than I am? No, no, exactly the same. What you'll see is instead of um, instead okay. of say, say I, don't, I, don't, on... I generally don't know, so I'm sorry. Okay, so I mean, this is this is how PC gaming goes, and it has for years, Dave. Is that okay. the whole thing about PC gaming compared to console gaming? Is console gaming Everything is the same so the developers know exactly what hardware they're working with and they can optimize it as much as possible. PC gaming, yeah, you've got these people out here, and I was one of those people, where I would get you know, two of the best ATI video cards at 1200 bucks a pop, and I would, I would link them together, and I could get like 120 frames a second at, at this crazy high resolution. I can be playing Quake 3, for example, with somebody else that's on an old-ass uh, Radeon card running DirectX, I don't really have an advantage against that person except for maybe the fact that I have a better resolution and I can see better at a higher resolution. That's the only real advantage I would have. The networking code itself is what really kind of drives uh, how the game is played online. Okay. So you're limited by the network code itself, and that's not going to be affected by your frame rate or anything else. It's, it's Well, because the only thing I, I equate it to is I know that, like, or I, I remember, like, stories of Killzone, Shadowfall, single, single player running at XYZ, and then the multiplayer running at ABC. Well, that, that's because the network, network code and everything else is running, so they had to run it at, with that adaptive uh, resolution. But the thing is, a lot of games use that adaptive resolution so they can hold well, frame rate. Well, okay. look, let's look at Uncharted 4, for example. Yeah. The single player is 30 frames a second. The multiplayer is 60 frames a second. Right. Because they have so many effects running in single player. and, and uh, It was more of a case that there's a lot more AI going on in yeah, single yeah. player and things like that. Whereas in, in multiplayer, there's no AI as such. It's all see, literally the players I always, themselves. I always thought it was the reverse. 
because mm, of no, of, it, connect, of connections and people and no, like you know no, sixty four players. Okay, because okay. because you know it. There's there's a high chance that that Uncharted Four single player there's a bunch of that code running at sixty frames a second or more. It's just that the the rendering they've locked it at thirty, so there's no drops in the rendering frame rate. Right. But all the logic code may be running shit fast. For example, in Lumo, we have screens and locations in Lumo which runs over 120 frames a second on PS4. But because some of the games don't run, oh, run at 60 frames a second just, we've capped it at 60. In terms of rendering, it doesn't mean the game logic isn't running off the fucking chart. It just means the output is only running at 60. Right. Okay. The video output you're seeing. So, you know, it's the same with network code. Just because the game's locked at 30 visually to stop frame rate drop does not mean to say that that network code isn't running on its own separate CPU thread on a separate core at full pelt, you know, as fast as it can possibly go. That's that's what people forget today with, with consoles like the PS4 and Xbox One and PCs with multi-threaded stuff. Because the, the CPUs have got more than one or two cores. Right. These so days, you're, okay, so you're saying you, you feel can, like Sony's doing this in replacement of not because they can't. Yeah, I mean, my my take. Well, my take on it is this: they kind of ballsed up by restricting um, PS4 to one point uh, HDMI one point four or one point three. That's true. Which means they they couldn't do four um, K. Whether that was the case or not, I don't know. But you know, some of the uh, uh, some of the things that I'm aware don't, of. Don't get yourself in trouble. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I'm asking like naive, dumb questions. You're trying to answer them directly for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, so for example, right? Here's here's one for you. Some of the things I've read about about Neo in public space um, <laughs> sound very similar to what we were originally disclosed on PS4 three years ago, three and a half years ago. Mm. So uh, part of me wonders if maybe uh, they gimped the PS4 launch to reduce the cost. Or, or because they were having a now. problem with yield or not being able to get parts. Yeah, potentially. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I, it's, I, it's, I, a, it's a possibility, but at the same time, though, the fact, I mean, the, the thing it's, it's quite confident for me on Sony's part is the fact they're saying to us very, very vocally, you know, you cannot make a title Neo only. Right. You know, it, it literally is, if you're doing anything in Neo, you're literally just making it run a little bit quicker in terms of the visual output. Okay. You're not making you know, network games different. You're not giving game logic different. It's making it run a little bit slicker and smoother. And I think the bulk of that is not necessarily for non-VR people or for 4K people. It's for VR. See, I thought because... that I read on Digital Foundry's thing that this isn't going to help VR. Like, they're not allowed to help VR. No, they're not allowed to help VR natively or directly, should I say? Right. But if a game can run a little bit quicker in terms of its visual output, so instead of running at sixty frames a second, it could run at one hundred and twenty. That would smooth out any potential VR artifacting. Hmm. Okay. Because yeah, because you could be the way the way I was reading Digital Foundry's article, especially, was that uh, it wasn't going to be able to like you weren't you weren't going to be allowed to do anything to help. VR along with this new hardware. Like. No, no, you, you can't. You, that's, well, you, you, they're right. You can't do anything. You can't say, for example, we're releasing volume coda and it's VR and it'll only support Neo. 
You can't say that. No, I understand that. I th- I thought that you couldn't even do like a Neo mode for VR. For VR. That's oh, the way I, I read it. And I might like be wrong. Well, no, like I said, I'm, I've not read all the documentation yet, so I, I can't, Yeah. you know, I can't, can't say for definite either way. But it seems a bit crazy to me that they would say that because it's like saying, okay, you can have a, a PS game. Okay, you can have Uncharted running at 60 right. you know, for a single player now, but you can't have this game on VR running at 120 so you can see it in 60. Right. Because mm-hmm. don't forget, when a game runs at 120 frames per second for VR... It's only 60 frames a second per eye. Right, that's where the range, the allowable range is 90 yeah. to 120. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, so, a lot of the guys that I play games with, what they're saying is that they're going to see a game next year advertised, and it's always going to be running on Neo. Well, exactly, and, that, and that's one of the parts um, of it that really pisses me off, is that they're going to show you the best but, possible version of it, and then you're going to yeah, get your PS4 and go, what, yeah, the, the, what the fuck? Yeah, but, but guys, come on. We all know there are certain major AAA Publishers out there who, when they ever do trailers and say it's gameplay, well, sure, it's captured straight to HDD running unlocked so they can right. get it. No, you know, but but Stuart, Sony doesn't. I I don't feel from my perspective when I see when I saw Uncharted Four last year at E3, I knew that that's what it was going to look like on my system. Yeah, when and I'll say it like when Ubisoft shows Watch Dogs again or Watch Dogs mm-hmm. Two. I'm going to be a little bit preemptive of oh, is that really going to look like that on my TV? <laughs> a little skeptical. But, but if, yeah, yeah. if I see Horizon Zero Dawn, am I looking at it in Neo mode or am I looking at it in PS4 mode? That's a good point. It's a great point, and uh, it's one I can't and answer. To me, I'm going to be mad if I see it in Neo mode and I get it home, and it's it looks different. Right. Okay. It, to, to me, if a developer is using Neo to augment visual uh, visual effects and quality. They're doing it wrong. They're they're not being true to themselves. To me, only thing I think Neo should be used for is is the six the thirty to sixty frame jump. I mean, you as know long as people are going to use it for other stuff, though, you know, as long as they develop to for PS4 and then upres it, fine. But they're not going to do that. They're going to develop for PS Neo and downres it. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. Right. You basically have to you have to make sure that it's it's made for PS4 and then yeah you do the neo mode quote unquote you, 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 yeah you can't gimp it yeah because the, the Sony have said that when they will reject titles that are gimped yeah which is and I'm glad they're doing it but at the same time I'm still it it's going to take something really big to convince me that this is a good idea because I cannot see the good idea in this whatsoever. I can't. I can't. There's there's a there's a there's a, a very long twenty five page conversation on a, on a private forum I'm a member of where it, this this stuff has been discussed in yeah. length. Um, Moderate, moderated by Sony Ninjas. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Thank, thank, thankfully not. But it, there's there's people from every. Is mm. not every developer, but yeah, a significant number of developers and publishers globally, AAA indie the works uh, in the discussion, and I would say four fifths of that discussion is think this is a positive, it's a good thing, and it's it's also a victim of, and it's as much how many times Glenn rejects it because of graphics improvements on mobile devices, you know. Mm. There's the, the current belief is that the mobile phones coming out next year will be as powerful as PS4. That's bullshit. 
It's bullshit. It's, it's dude. It's not. It is. Unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> but I, I, I still just from a, from a dollars and cents standpoint, the way my head operates is that I just wanted, you know, I really wanted to know from a developer standpoint though is if this sells re- remotely well for four million, seven million units. Yeah. Is it worth your dollars, your time, you paying people to do it to develop an upscaled version of the of the game you already made? Uh, again, it, it's a trick one to answer because in the day, you know, it's it's not about doing extra work in the sense of like spending. You know, you know, the, 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 I think the perception you have, Dave, is that it's you know two to six months extra work to do it. It's not. We're we're talking days, couple of weeks here. Okay. You know, it's not a case of oh my god, it's going to take us six months to support Neo. <gasps> you know, it's a case of it's almost like you're. But here, here's here's my biggest problem with it. A lot of a lot of people will tell you that they game on consoles over gaming on PCs because they don't want to have to upgrade every couple of years. And now again, Sony is pushing yeah, yeah. that. No, no, no. But again, you, you're, you're. But it's the truth. I've, I was no, a PC, I, I, I've been a PC gamer I, for a I, long Glenn, time. Glenn, I'm not denying that at all. But your take on what Sony are doing is incorrect. You, you're saying that they're upgrading the hardware and going to force people to buy the upgraded hardware. No, 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 no. I'm not it, saying that they're forcing anybody to buy it. I'm not saying that at all. But to, well, what, to, to act like it's no big deal and you already have a PS4, you're fine. That's bullshit for somebody like me because I'm going to want the best thing. So I'm going to go out and, and but, I know it's all my choice. But at the same time, that's why I, I don't play on PC very much anymore because I got tired of putting new video cards in every two years. It's the truth. I'm not. I've never once said Sony are forcing us to get a new system. I've never once said that. But I still feel like they're shitting on the people that supported them. <laughs> I do, because a console has a very specific purpose for a lot of gamers, and that is, I get that console, and it's going to be around for at least five years, at least. And on my PC, I was putting right. a new video card in every couple of years. I was right. then I have to upgrade the hardware. Here's, and I got the, the new yeah, RAM in. Here's the difference between PCs and PS4. Okay, PCs, you'll get a new, like you said, a new graphics card every twelve to twenty-four months, sure. which would be twice as powerful as the previous one, or four times as powerful. Sure. And then that, but the problem, the difference is, you'll get publishers saying, "Well, we've got a new game coming this year, and it requires a nine, a GTX nine eighty, mm-hmm. right?" With PS4 and PS4.5, or whatever you want the fuck you want to call it, you know. You're not going to get them saying, you know, this time next year, oh, you have to have Neo to play this game. I understand that. But I don't like the whole idea of incremental upgrades. That's one of the main reasons that that I use to differentiate between PC gaming and console gaming is that I don't have incremental upgrades with yeah, yeah, my yeah, console. But, but I, I, I get that. But all I'm saying to you is that this incremental upgrade in the hardware it's not one that developers are going to be allowed to use as a first stop. I get that too, but there's also going to be the availability of better graphics, better frame rate, et cetera, et cetera, with that new system. 
And that's what I'm going to want. Because I was the guy that was putting a new video card in my PC every two years so I could get better resolution and better fucking frame rate. But, but and I was spending a lot of money doing yeah, that. But at the same time, though, you also expected your games to have higher quality visuals within them, more polygons, higher res textures, yada, 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 yada. No, that was the thing. I, I, I was totally fine with the games I was playing and, and like a new Battlefield would come out. And I had to put a new video card in because it had right. whatever new effects and all that stuff. And to play That's that Battlefield, point. I had to get the new video card. Mm. But That's the, a point. But no, but the thing is, I never had this expectation. Like, if they would have brought out Battlefield Vietnam and then the next Battlefield or Battlefield 2 after that, if it had the same, essentially the same visuals as Battlefield Vietnam, I would have been fine with it. But I, but I see what Stuart's saying is that Battlefield 1, as an example, could run better on Neo but it's going to run the way it's expected to run on PS4. I get that. Yes. It's not about that. It's the fact that I am one of those people, and I'm not the only one, who's going to see, oh, it looks like that on the new one? Well, obviously I have to get it. Yeah. But the reverse but, is that and you're not going to And now the four PS4s I have, what am I going to do? Pack them all away? But, but you're not going to put Battlefield 1 in your PS4, current PS4 now, and say, and the screen's going to say, I can't run this. I get that. I don't know why you guys don't think I don't get that. No, I, I understand I, that. But I also know that it could run 20% better on this new PS4. I don't want incremental upgrades on my consoles. I want it to run, like, on PS3. Take a launch game and compare it to a game that came out five years after the system was out. It ran way better. It had better effects and everything else because the developers learned how to do new things. I, I expect that out of my consoles. That That is my complete expectation for gaming on a console compared to a PC. PC is a totally different beast, and that's why I haven't had a gaming PC in a long, long time, because I didn't want to keep upgrading the fucking thing every couple of months. Put new RAM in, put a faster processor in. Do, I just want to put the disc in the system and go. That's all I want. I don't have this expectation that all of a sudden I want to run 4K, because guess what? I'm not buying a 4K TV anytime soon. But but aren't we like Glenn? Don't you already feel like Horizon's going to look better than Shadowfall? It better. <laughs> it's two and a half years after Shadowfall came out. But I don't need it. I don't want to. I don't want a new PS4, a new upgraded PS4 for Horizon to look better than Killzone. But you won't do. What's that? You won't do though. But look at. Look at even Ratchet and Clank Future compared to Ratchet and Clank uh, Crack in Time. And how much better Crack in Time looks than the Future did. Because yeah. the developers learned more things, they got new tools, they learned how to yeah. ma- manage the memory better, and it's a better and that's, game. That, that still isn't going to change. But, but they're, now, they're, now they're upgrading the hardware so that they can do all that shit in the hardware instead of in the software and the tools. So instead of my system having a a certain lifespan like my PS3 did, now my lifespan's a lot less if I want to see some of these upgrades. I I don't think that will be the case. I do. That's where I'm at with Glenn, though, Stuart. I'm worried that, that that will become. I know what Sony is saying now. But how really? How long is, are they going to hold to that? Though, are they going to hold to that? Like what? Like okay, let's reverse it. Like what if all of a sudden PS4 sees some stupid surge and Neo sells fifty-five million, and now there's fifty-five million Neos out there and fifty million PS4s out there? You don't think that a third-party developer is going to say Neo only three years down the road? 
And you don't think that there are developers out there that are, that are lazy and they're just going to say, well, we'll do 60 frames on, on the Neo and we'll just do 30 on the other one. Because it's easy to do on the Neo. That's, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. I, I understand everything that you're telling me and, I, and, I, and I've gotten more information from you than I have from reading anything. And, the, and believe it or not, you either being quiet or sighing is telling me more. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not just that. But, I mean, it's good to get somebody's perspective on. Uh, well, at the end, end of the day, I, I hope to God Glenn Edison share this because <laughs> we can't have the same situation we had last year. You didn't, you didn't know that I was streaming this. This is live, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. No, it's. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 like I said, it's going to take a lot to convince me that this is a good idea. I, it, because just historically speaking, on gaming consoles, I've never seen an incremental upgrade like this. Go yeah, well. but this, 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 this is the difference. Though. It's not a difference. You're no, still, no, 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 me, you're no, still no, spending money on it. new hardware, be it an add-on or a new system. It's still paying money for additional upgraded hardware, and it never has gone well ever in the history of consoles. You can't give me one example when it's gone well. You can't. New 2DS. The 2DS isn't upgraded. It's downgraded. No, 2 3DS. The, the 3D, the, 3DS. I thought the 3DS has never sold as well when the new increments came out. Uh, my understanding is the new ones have done better than the previous well, ones. Well, because the new one finally has a, a way to control the right stick. Yeah. But, but it's not just that. Oh, 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 it's finally powerful enough to run Super Nintendo games. Ooh. <laughs> hey, look, our new, our new system finally runs games from 2001. Uh, woohoo. Yeah. Actually, even no, 1995. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started on that bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Fucking believable. You're gonna get Stuart in so much trouble. <laughs> he's he's not because he's gonna be kind to me and edit the shit out of this. <laughs> we, we we've been speaking for four or five minutes about this, you know, don't you? Yeah. Well. All right. So I think we've talked about this enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Because it, we're just going to keep going in circles. We're just going to keep going yeah. in circles, and it's not going to do so, anybody any good. And now I'm going to get tweets, and now I'm going to get emails like, you just don't fucking understand, Glenn! I do understand, <laughs> but apparently you think I don't. <laughs> God. Oh, I, I just hope that I ask more of the questions of, like, the listeners would ask, like... Because he's going into the tech thing and the, the, the wires, and I, I don't understand any of that crap. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's honestly neither do I, frankly. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyway. All right. Uh, so I played Uncharted Four. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, with my shitty thumb. Sixty frames or thirty frames? No, I'm sure. <laughs> thirty. Oh, Jesus. Thirty when I'm playing the story. Um, I I completely agree with Josh. What he said last week. It it is. I, I finished it Friday, and I really wanted to power through it uh, for 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 us recording tonight. And um, I was really worried because my shitty thumb on my left hand, I can't do uh, along with the thumb. My fingers are kind of messed up, so I really can't do left triggers very well right now. Uh, the cool thing is they actually had a control scheme where I could aim with R two and fire with R one. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that remapping. Okay. Yeah, and I freaked out when that was when that popped up i I was just ecstatic uh because obviously i don't have to do grenades that often and i could do that well enough um so switched over to that did some multiplayer actually that was the first thing i did in uncharted 4 was play the multiplayer 
Uh, it's a lot like the beta. So if you guys played the beta at all, it's it's very similar to that. They really streamlined a lot of things. It, it, it does feel a lot more like Uncharted 2's multiplayer than, than 3, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, the grappling hook, man, just changes the landscape so much, though. Uh, so now, you know, you don't have to try to perch yourself up in a certain spot if you want to drop down and, and bring instant death on a guy. Uh, you just grappling hook and swing over and just pounce on him from pretty much anywhere. It's <laughs> it's insane. Like, you, it's a totally different thought process now. And, uh, I, I mean, I held my own, you know, shitty left thumb, I, which the problem is I can't feel my thumb on the stick right now. So it slides off the stick all the time. And I get <laughs> caught on things, and it, it just sucks. And... Uh, but I do lube. What's the, yeah, <laughs> no, that's the problem. It's too, too slow. Yeah. Um, but I, oh, I didn't, man. I wasn't in last place every match. So I was pretty happy. I was holding my own and, and there were obviously people, I think I was on with developers that day because they were just pulling off some insane moves. Uh, <laughs> I, the multiplayer, I'm excited as hell for it. And, and the cool thing is I'm already done with the story so I can go right to the multiplayer, uh, tomorrow when, when everything launches again, uh, cause I believe everything I had. Uh, earned last week is gone now. I think they reset everything. So, so I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, you Glenn, and I guess Stuart, you, like, because I think you have an iPhone and it works on Android too. Did you guys see that Sony released that mobile version of the game? Yeah, they got a little mobile game uh, that actually unlocks. Yeah, uh, it's on Android and iOS. It unlocks um, items for multiplayer. So I yeah, it's just I called Uncharted uh, okay. Fortune Hunter. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. I I, I, lo- I downloaded it. You I, know, in, in total fairness, I don't play multiplayer and will not be playing multiplayer in this either. So. Yeah. It's Stuart fun. I, like I made my wife download the game so she can earn points for me. There you go. That's a good idea. <laughs> should send my phone to your wife. Giggity. Um, yeah, I mean, I only got to play the multiplayer for about two hours, but it was, man, the maps are so well done and uh, very, very diverse uh, locations and it does it, it really does feel a lot more like Uncharted 2's multiplayer which makes me very happy uh, I like 3 I thought that they especially changed a couple things in the control scheme on 3 like how you control things that I wasn't very happy with uh, it, it, it just feels so much more smooth now on on, uh, on this new one so uh, really looking forward to that so hopefully I'm sure we'll have a group playing tomorrow night if I have this thing edited by then um, yeah I'll be but, home yeah, there we go. Uh, well, and that's the thing. If you get the digital version uh, installed, it's like 53 gig. Jesus Christ. So the download takes a little while. Well, luckily they did a preload, but a five gig patch came out today. So if you... Uh, oh, no, well, two patches came out. Yeah, five yeah. gig and 140 megs. There you go. Okay. Um, which, yeah, it's kind of funny that I got all the way through the game without that patch, but oh well. Uh, I didn't. I, I I had one little glitch in the in the single player. It was really funny, and only it was only a split second. Uh, they have these things now where you slide down hills, and they showed yeah. that in some of the previews. There was a point where I got up to the top of one of those hills, and before I slid down, all of a sudden uh, Nathan for a split second did the Jesus pose, where they make <laughs> all the motion cat when they do mocap, they make you start with your arms straight out. You know, so they they can use that as a reference point. And okay, for, so the, the actual proper name is T pose. T pose. Well, everybody calls it the Jesus <laughs> pose because uh, the, the famously that demo for NBA Live 14, I think it was, the character yeah. would get caught in that. So everybody started calling it the Jesus pose. But uh, Nathan went into that for like a split second, and that was the only glitch I saw in the entire game. It was crazy. Uh, I 
have always contended that Uncharted 2 was my favorite out of the series. And honestly, I think this game surpasses it. I really do. Uh, deep, deep story. They handle the multiple characters really well with your brother and all that. Um, the, the antagonists are very well written, very well acted. A very fun story. Uh, only had a couple of parts where I was like, where the hell do I have to go? And I finally figured it out. So uh, I, I saw something about IGN reviewing it and bitching about the pacing, and I don't get that at all because the pacing is pretty much an Uncharted game. I, I, I kind of laughed at that. I'm like, this guy must not like Uncharted games because the pacing is very similar. Um, but what Josh talked about last week, I I agree 100%. I, I just I adored it. There are so many uh, little nods to the to the old game or to the past <laughs> games and there's some really cool nods even to other things and uh, uh there's some really cool stuff so it's definitely worthy it's i really like it i i at some point i think if my hand ever heals up all the way i would like to play through it again on a harder difficulty but uh man they especially the new aerial moves you have and even sliding over uh, uh, cover to take guys out. Uh, but that, that more open environment they have now changes yeah. the dynamic of the firefights so much. Uh, a lot more, a lot more covers destructible now. So you have to be a little more mobile and uh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's very, very well done. My, my, my only negative so far from playing it is the fact that, their environment in Scotland doesn't look like Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, the, the the little bit I've read and tried to stay as far as I can away from it, some of the ironicness that I'm hearing from it is that people are saying the game almost might be too long, which is ridiculous. Like, I think oh, I think it's God. because there's an expectation that, well, like I said, I don't know if I said it when we were recording or not, but um, so I'm playing a Friday night, and every now and then we'll just get the party going. And, and Dave had a party going, but he was gone. Uh, but it was like Johnny's a boy and, and Vladrick and those guys. And I, we were just talking Stoffinator and, and, and we're just talking and I'm trying to – like I would take them out of my ear when it would get to a story section. And it felt like I was getting to the end. Like it felt like I was getting to kind of the, the final confrontation and everything. So I, I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to go. I think I'm at the end of the game and I, I need to pay attention. So I, I turned off the voice chat. Four hours later, I finished the game. Like I, I, yeah. I seriously thought I was getting toward the end, and all of a sudden, it took a, a, a ninety degree turn on me. And it was this really kick ass story section that uh, I didn't see coming. And um, yeah, it just I, I like. There's some games where you know you have the dialogue come up, and you're you're sitting on the couch, and you're just like, "Come on, come on!" Never felt like that with this one. Uh, the story is compelling. It's really well written. And it's it's just really well done, and I just I enjoyed the shit out of it. And and the thing is, like, the only thing that ever annoys me about all the Uncharted games, and it's in this one too, is that it always seems like the bad guys are always a step ahead of you. And but they need to do that, obviously, because you need to have conflict. It's not like you're just going to run in and do everything and leave. You you know you're not you're not going to run in and tomb raid and, and leave. It's the same yeah. with the Indiana Jones movies. You know, they're always on your heels or they're always in front of you and whatnot. So, I mean, I laugh about it, but that's the only thing that in this game that even you know, like semi annoyed me, but it was more just kind of like, oh, come on, can't they do something else? No, they can't. Not if they're going to make this work. 
So um, what annoys what annoys me though with it? Yeah, and this is only annoys because when you get to a certain age, you have to pee more than you would do normally, <laughs> and that is the fact is that there is no loading, there is no let up because you're so hooked uh, on what's no, going on in the screen. There's loads, that, and you can actually pause it in the middle of a cutscene. Oh yeah, no, totally because the whole thing's real time now. But and I get that, but. There's, there's, there's that thing when you're in movie theaters and you think, yeah. I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. But I don't want to go because I'm engrossed in what I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. The thing with Uncharted games was it bugs the shit out of me, but I love it because of this. <laughs> is you're so engrossed in what you're doing and playing and watching and being part of. Yeah. You don't want to put the controller down. I agree. You know, like I said, like I said, I started playing it tonight about 7.30 my time. And the fact that, you know, this isn't giving anything away, but the first two chapters are before the title sequence. Yeah. You know? And then you think, whoa, where did that come from? I thought I was already, wow. Yeah, you don't and realize it, it. You think that... No. It, it, yeah, and I agree. And the, the other amazing thing I've discovered, just play this night, or not discovered, but realized at the end of what I was doing it was, the entire way they teach you how to play the game. Oh, yeah, it's all tutorial, yeah. But, but it's not, though. It's not tutorial in the quote, quote, the sense of the word, what we've had tutorials in the games where it says, big message comes up and says, press this to do that, do this. You don't know you're doing it because the characters are doing it through talking to you yeah. and telling you to come here and telling you to do this and stuff. It, well, it doesn't such an, an easy-to-get-to-grips-with way. You don't realize it's a tutorial until it's finished. Well, even the part uh, up in your attic... Yes. That's all to teach you the mechanics. Yeah. And it's a fun way to yeah. do it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, man. It just kind of gets, there's the fact that the analogy I can give to this is whenever Metal Gear 2 was about to come out, Penny Arcade did a cartoon when they said, what, and it said to Kojima san, what message have you got for the developers? And he just laughs and walks off frame. <laughs> you know? And it's like Naughty Dog are so good now yeah. at what they do, which is story-led games. And how they tell the story. It's not just dialogue. Yes. It's, yeah, it's, no, the, no, it's the whole package of it. Well, how it's all the it. journal entries you find and all the letters you find, and it, yeah. it actually all ties in. It's not just superfluous yeah. shit. It's, it's all and a part of the story that they're telling. The, I, 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 I have no fear in saying this. They are probably the greatest game developer on the planet. I th- I would tend to agree right now, and I don't think anybody would re- refute that honestly. I, I I don't know anyone who could come close. Yeah, okay, Rockstar North with GTA, but that's a different kind of game. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and that's the thing. And like t- people hear open world on on this one, and they think GTA. And it's not an open world like that. It's just a more open no, no, area. No. It's it's yeah. think like a part of a Far Cry map in some sections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's. Open. It's, Open linear. <laughs> well, I mean, it, well, no, it's like you've you still got A to Z. Yeah, but you can go any way you can do between B and Y. And there are actually multiple no. paths even toward the end of it. Like, it's 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 pretty different how they did it, but it did kind of remind me more of like a Far Cry Four to a certain extent than in some of the areas. And some of the other areas, no, you you have a path. Like, yeah, and they did that. They did that with Last of Us, where they kind of gave you choices, but now they can. You can see them doing it with a more powerful hardware. Yeah, I, I, I actually remember a conversation. Um, well, not it was, it was a review of Strangers Wrath HD on PS3, 
somebody put a review up and said, um, I've never played a game this linear my entire life. Why don't they take lessons from games like Uncharted? <laughs> and I just thought, wait, what? Was that sarcasm? You know that doesn't work on the I, internet, right? It, well, I don't think it was sarcasm. But, you know, it's, and I think the reason he said that was, and it, he fell into the trap of, because it's such an experience with Uncharted games, you don't click you're playing a, a literally linear straight line yeah. with Uncharted 4 because it is so sprayed out and sp- spaced out you've got your own routes to travel like Glenn said you know and that's the, that's that's the thing why I just I just think Naughty Dog of whatever they do next fuck me we're well, the next thing is, <laughs> the next thing is Last of Us 2 we know that well yeah but they've got two teams going haven't they well, that's true yeah so, yeah that's true so yeah I'm, I'm really interested to see what they're doing yeah, so what's the team that finished Last of Us been been doing? <laughs> well, exactly. Because yeah. I, mean, I originally thought they were maybe upgrading to do, the, the engine doing Uncharted uh, uh, pack, you know, the, the Drake's thingy. But that, of course, was done by Bluepoint. Yeah, which that was you phenomenal. Know? Yeah, you know, and so what are they doing? Are they yeah. gonna, I mean, the Last of Us, when that was first announced, I was like, a, wait, what now? You know, and that came out pretty quick after they announced it in, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, you know, whereas Uncharted Four, we know they've been working on it now for three, four years, however long it is. Yeah, you know, um, so what, what, what? Yeah, what else is going on there? Yeah, we haven't heard from that team since uh, now Left Behind or whatever DLC. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, I mean, the bar has been set really high, especially by Uncharted Two. I think Uncharted Three is great too, but there were a couple. Uh, sections that fell short uh especially the the little marina scene with all the piers and everything that was a really kind of rough area but um man this this really did do it for me and and i said today on twitter i think this is a better game than even uncharted 2 and um like not a huge difference uh, they're all still great games, but man, four no, is no. so tight. I, I think I, I think I think the best description you can give four is it's the most polished, yes, and most achieved of the Uncharted games in terms of what they wanted to do with the experience of an Uncharted <clears throat> game yeah. slash movie. And this new hardware helps things in so many ways, just in terms of how the animation stitches together now. You don't, you don't feel like you're fighting your character ever, ever in this one. Uh, it just feels so much more natural now. And, and I think part of that was also experienced in that, uh, in that Nathan Drake collection. Uh, yeah. Because that new engine they used in that, man, it was so well done. Uh, in this, it, it, you, like I said, you just never feel like you're fighting it. You know, everything just feels more natural. Everything is smoother. It just, it just feels so good when you're playing it. Uh, but, all the little nuances that that you would never even catch half the time uh just the attention to detail the surprises the the left turns this game takes on you through the story yeah. it's man i mean where you're at Stuart, you haven't seen nothing yet man no i didn't think i thing is with, with the, the stuff we've seen in trailers yeah has i've not seen in the game yet oh yeah yeah and even the stuff you that know? Uh, that we've seen at like E3 and everything else, uh, that pops up in weird spots. You're like, oh, there it is. And and some of them are different. Josh said they weren't, but uh, the ones yeah. I, I – pretty much every one of them I saw was different than what we saw at E3 except for one area. So, uh, yeah. But you, you have to approach this very different now, especially in the combat, because 
you know, Josh talked about how you can hide in the weeds and kind of sneak up on guys. And if you're effective yeah. with that, you, you have to be effective at that in some sections. Uh, you know, you walk out and all of a sudden you're like, how the shit am I supposed to do this? And, mm-hmm. and I'm serious. Like I had a couple of instances where I sat there and watched the guys walking around for a good five minutes just to get their patterns and figure out what they were doing so I could figure out where I was going to go and what I was going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's – but they they handle your partners really well, whoever you have a partner with you and, and when you do. Um, some really innovative combat stuff especially. I just love what you can do now with – you know when you can hide, hide against the wall and, and pull them in like you could in the other games. But now you have so yeah. many more options and, and – you know, if if you're out there with your brother, you and him can team up and take a guy down, and yes, uh, it's just so much more organic now. Uh, yeah, man, it's good. So enough enough gushing, uh, and then <laughs> well, so my friends, my awesome friends, came up to my house over the weekend and helped me pack most of it, so I can hopefully move soon. Uh, so I was pretty busy, but uh, uh, saw Captain America twice already. <laughs> And it's fantastic. It's, in my opinion, it's better than Winter Soldier, which is pretty crazy to say because I love Winter Soldier. I think it's, I've always said I think it's the best comic book movie, at least on the Marvel side. Uh, I think that uh, Civil War blew it out of the water. How they handled so many characters and uh, such a deep story. Holy crap. Uh, Yeah, I, I shudder to think at how DC is going to screw up the Justice League after seeing this. Um, but even, you know, everybody knows that Spider-Man's in this one, and I'm never, I've never been a Spider-Man fan, but in the, in the amount of time that Spider-Man's in Civil War is already better than the last five movies that Sony has screwed up with Spider-Man. Uh, they did a really kick-ass job with it. Uh, yeah, it's... Oh, it was good. So... <laughs> I saw it in 3D and then I saw it in 2D, so that was kind of cool too. Um, the 3D is done really well. Marvel, I don't know what they do, but they kick ass at the 3D stuff, so it's really good in 3D. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for me. I well, I watched all the stuff we talked about, Flash and Arrow and everything else, and yeah, and I actually oh, so I I, I kind of stopped watching DC's Legends of Tomorrow or, or whatever it's called because uh, I just think it's terrible writing. Uh, but there was an episode recently that Jonah Hex was in. I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're going to do with Jonah Hex. So I watched it last night. It was pretty stupid. So I, I kind of started, <laughs> I kind of started rolling my eyes. I'm like, oh, this writing. So I stopped watching it again. I'm, I'm out. They need to get rid of Rory as well. Well, I mean, the stuff that they're doing with Chronos uh, was kind of cool. That was, I was like, oh. Maybe they're smartening up, but it was still like they even acknowledge the bullshit in this Jonah Hex episode because they go back in time. They go to like the 1870s in the Old West because that's where Jonah Hex is. And um, like they want to go out to town and they even acknowledged it. They're like, uh, we probably shouldn't go out there because every time we go out of this ship, we screw something up. And sure enough, not more than five minutes in town and all of a sudden there's a gunfight and there's a big fight and they've pissed off the biggest gang in the West. I'm like, really? come on. Like, every week it's something like this. Like, the, ugh. Yeah. It's really lazy <laughs> writing. So, I'm kind of out again. I just want to see the Jonah Hex thing, but, ugh. <laughs> like, and it was Jonathan Sketch, too, who I really like that guy. 
Uh, and he played it well, but they didn't really do much with Jonah Hex. They didn't get into any of his mysticism at all. He was just kind of there. I'm like, all right. Thanks. For nothing. Anyway. All right. Well, let me do Around PS Nation. I guess we'll get the fuck out of here after that. Because I couldn't find <laughs> any emails. I should have done that first. Nobody's <laughs> going to care. So anyway, here's Around PS Nation. So, uh, first up, streams. Holy shit. We got streams aplenty. Uh, so, Chaz is going to be playing some random games over the next couple days in his May Contain Spoilers stream. That's what he's naming it. Uh, he'll probably do a Twitter poll to decide at least one of them. He didn't tell me what he's going to be streaming, though. So, thanks thanks for nothing, Chaz. Uh, I, don't think he, I don't think he knows what he's going to stream until no, he, like, I think it's, he wakes up that morning. Yeah. Does he sleep? I don't think Chaz sleeps. I don't understand the time over there very well. I don't either. <laughs> I think it's like in Celsius or something. I'm not sure. Um, let's see here. Uh, Keith, the Fernandez's Frustration Fridays uh, is at 8 p.m. Eastern time uh, every Friday. Going to be co-hosted by uh, our buddy Damon Bullis. And it's going to be part two of Octodad, Dadliest Catch. So he's going to continue on with that. Uh, I highly recommend that because the first half was hilarious. Uh, and then TGI Sunday, which is at 1 p.m. Eastern every Sunday, is going to be a surprise this week. <laughs> For some reason. Uh, let's see here. And then MJC, which we mentioned last week, is going to start um, streaming on Mondays. So this coming Monday, he's going at on Monday night at 10.15 p.m. Central Time when WW, WWE Raw ends. He's going to be doing the... <laughs> I love that. Uh, he's going to be doing the Uncharted 4 multiplayer. So there you go. You can even join in with him maybe. I don't know if he takes friends or not. He's not a very social guy. Yeah, he doesn't like the community. I don't think so. That's true. That's true. <laughs> very true. He hates people. So, uh, And like I said, we're going to have another night probably scheduled this week. I would assume it's going to be Tuesday night, but who knows. Uh, we're going to. I think we're going to be playing it all week. But we're going to get some nights together for some Uncharted 4 multiplayer as well so if you want in on that get in on the forum let us know who you are so we can friend you and get you in in our sessions for that uh over at the website i should probably open the website before i started this i'm just trying to do a josh style and wing it oh, our website Ugh. all right our stupid server i hate our server so much right now website's down again no it's oh, up wait. it's just running like shit uh so up there we've got uh obviously josh's uncharted 4 review i think he liked it i don't remember uh we've got uh oh yeah chaz's review of a little kart racer called coffin dodgers uh this is a game that i have seen at shows for probably three years now and it's a kart racer but it's a bunch of old people on the like their hover rounds and stuff um i actually have the game and i haven't played it yet which is a little little odd. So the review for that is up on the website. Uh, we've got a review of the it's magic. A, oh, what? Who? What? I was gonna say it's an interesting read. So it is an interesting read. It's it's a game I've played a few times, and I saw promise in it, but I'm not sure if the promise panned out. So read his review and find that out. Uh, we've got MJC's review of the Magic Cir- Circle Gold Edition, uh, which is an interesting game because. It's it's all about the frustrations that developers have in making a game. So 
it's it's a really interesting take on things. I didn't read his review yet, so I don't know what he thought of it. But. So it's Stewart's biography. Yeah, oh, Jesus, <laughs> always coming in late, over budget. <laughs> De- oh, and delayed, 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 and delayed again. None of that abuse. So but I saw the delayed. I, I saw yeah, I saw the uh, I, I saw the description for that one. I thought it was going to be really interesting, so I'll have to read that uh, read that review. Uh, but like I said, also over in the forums, we've got a lot of threads going for all the major games that are hitting r- lately. Uh, check out Sean's questions of the day; those are always fun and uh, stuff and junk. Check check the Twitter out. We always got stuff going on on Twitter. Uh, Andy's Twitter polls of the day. Uh, we got Matt's question of the month went up. The monthly question, which I didn't answer because I don't really play board games yeah i couldn't do that i couldn't do that either yeah it was like what what video game do you want to have a board game or vice versa uh the question Um, was if you could have any board game based on a video game or any board game made i don't know whatever and i'm like i don't play board games anymore (laughs) andy's uh daily poll last week was interesting he kind of did like a a bracket yeah he did a bracket on uh genres of games and and pitted them against each other and uh of course the socom nuts came out why don't yeah. you have tactical <laughs> shooters on there? Uh, because there haven't been any tactical shooters in like three, four years. We had a lot of different things on Twitter. The guy that got mad that I think Andy made a reference oh, to yeah. NASCAR not being a sport. <laughs> because again, like I've told you guys many a time, sarcasm does not work on the internet. So Andy's like, well, nobody voted for that. So I guess racing's not a sport. And the guy's like, fuck you. It's a tough thing. <laughs> I've driven race cars and you have to be in pretty good shape. I so wanted to, I, I couldn't do it at the time, but when he said that, I wanted to send a picture of Dick Trickle and, and say, yeah, they really have to be in shape. Like Dick Trickle was this dude from central Wisconsin, big fat guy. Everybody loved him, but he was not in shape and he was a race car driver for years. So I, I laughed at that one when I saw that. I'm like, oh boy, you pissed off the NASCAR fans. <laughs> Says the guy that's been to like three bit races at Bristol. So anyway. Because uh, when you live in Wisconsin, you have to know something about racing. You just have to. It's, yeah, you just turn right. It's the law. <laughs> turn right. <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, let's see here. That's or about is it. it. Left? I can't remember. Turn left. You always turn left. Unless it's a road track. Unless it's Road America. <clears throat> anyway. All right. Well, do we have anything else to talk about that won't get us into trouble? Jesus, is that enough? After I edit this down, it's going to be in like an hour. It fucking better be. I'm in Damn. serious trouble. Damn you, Stuart. Now i got to actually work on editing. I never edit this show. I never edit You do? It. Whenever, wherever I'm on, you do. Well, except for last year, because apparently us just taking yeah, a guest yeah. got us in trouble. So what's going to happen this year? Uh, uh. God damn it. All right. Well, uh, guys, thanks so much for filling in for Josh. Uh, Stuart, it's always a pleasure. That's fine. It's a pleasure for me also. <laughs> Dave, what mic were you using tonight? Were you using your headphones? Yeah, my Logitech ones. Man, it sounds great on, on Skype. It's just when you record it, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm also not – I'm sitting on my couch this time, not ah. two feet in front of my cinder block wall. Ah, there we go. No, so, last time, Stuart, we, uh, he, that he was on with us, he recorded his track because uh, that's usually how we do it. When we have you on, we don't make anybody do yeah. that. And I got the audio, and it sounded like he was in a tin can. It was so weird, but it sounds fine on Skype. It's so odd. Well, but I'm also I'm using the laptop, not the Mac. Uh, well, so oh, that's 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 why that shouldn't matter. I record on <laughs> I'm a Mac. Just saying this whole no, podcast just tonight just is recorded saying. on a Mac. I'm just I'm saying, nothing. but I think it's a lot of it. My desk is so close to that cinder block wall uh, down here. Yeah, that's possible. So 
Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thanks very much, uh, Stuart. We we must have you on again soon, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, probably because it's quarter to four in the morning. And, and <laughs> Well, and Dave's going to be on the podcast in about a month when we go to E3. So we're going to hear a lot yeah. more Dave in about a month. He'll have to come back on to to, to review everything that he said. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Somebody's got to. Somebody out there needs to transcribe our whole conversation that actually makes it into the podcast, so that we can do a comparison <laughs> against it after E three and see what uh, what transpired. Well, we have, we, have, we didn't make any E three predictions, did we? We didn't. Um, well, John, uh, uh, Dave, you got any predictions? I'll, predictions? I'll, I'll, I'll make one really quick one. Okay. Uh, Naughty Dog's next game will be announced. I I agree. I, well, mm, I don't think so. I think they're going to show Last of Us Two. <laughs> that might be the new game. But they haven't. But that, that's a, that would be an announcement because they haven't yeah. announced it yet. They haven't officially announced it, but it was already kind of talked about. They've they've mentioned it. Not on a press conference style. No, no, no. no. They've mentioned it in other places. Right. Yeah. But exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. not being officially announced. Yet. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely think we'll see Last of Us Two. I really suck at predictions, but I think that the the thing that I'm most endeavored in is I think that we'll see Bungie on the stage showing something for Destiny Two, but no, no date. not. I th- I think it'll be the new the new uh, expansion pack more than Destiny. Oh, 2. I think I I feel like that's a given, but we're gonna get a trailer for Destiny Two. Interesting. I kind of think so too, honestly. Because my my whole gist of that is they can't wait until next E three. They can't release this expansion in September and wait until after June in twenty seventeen to release Destiny two. Well, they don't have to. They can announce it at PSX. Oh, yeah. Or Gamescom, they're crazy. Gamescom. Nobody cares about Gamescom anymore. Ah, uh, Yanks! Shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> Sony didn't even, didn't even go to that last year. Yeah, because they had their own PlayStation event in, in Paris. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I think that we will see some crazy shit hit VR uh, that we weren't expecting. Uh, it sounds like we're going to see a compendium of all three Arkham games. Oh, yeah, that's true. All redone for PS4. Well, the first two redone for PS4. So that'll be interesting. Um, I'm trying to think, we will definitely see the new Xbox One. Do you think that we see, we hear what Ben's doing? What who's doing? Bend? So, uh, Bend. yeah, I think we are because they've been hinting at stuff. Or or what Sucker Punch has been doing? I do think that we'll see that, and it's not Sly. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I do think we'll see Sucker Punch's new game. I think we'll see what Bend is working on finally. I think we'll get we'll definitely get a release date for Last Guardian. Yeah, it'll be like November twelfth or something. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, Grand Turismo Sport is supposed to be beta this summer. I thought. I thought they were going to do an open beta this summer. So we'll probably yeah. he- hear about that, and I think it'll probably come out like a week after E three. Uh, I think that the rumor about it being released with PlayStation VR is going to be uh, confirmed. Um, uh, I'm well. I mean, from Microsoft, we'll definitely see the new Gears of War four. I'm sure we'll we'll see that they've bought a couple of uh, timed exclusives or something like they did with Battlefield one. Um, they're going to be dumping a lot of money because they have to do, do think, something. Do you think that we get a release date for Nintendo NX? 
No, Nintendo already said they're not. They're not even doing a, a Nintendo Direct. They're only doing a Treehouse. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they're, they're going to show Zelda on the Wii U, and that's pretty much it. We're not going to see shit from Nintendo at E3. Jeez. Yeah, their presence is going to be next to nothing on the floor. Oh, I know what we'll see as well. Hopefully. Oh yeah. Hopefully, we'll see Red Dead Redemption Two. I was going to say that too, on, yeah. on stage. I think Agent is pretty much dead, and I think we're going to see Red, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Uh, which I'm ecstatic about. I oh, I am. So oh, do, do you think that we see or hear or, or get hinted about another game getting the Ratchet and Clank treatment? Um, hmm. Another game? Yes. Another Ratchet and Clank game? I don't think we're going to hear anything yet. But no, I, no, no, not another. Just a, a game getting the Ratchet and Clank treatment, I, like a like a revival or something. I think we're gonna call you Crash Bandicoot. No, I'm not saying Crash. It could be Crash. It could be Sly. It could be uh, Jack and Daxter. It could be anybody. I, I think, don't think Jack and Daxter. I think we'll see a new Crash. I think that they'll probably do a deal with Activision and get Crash. I, I which I'm not that excited for it, honestly, but. The Crash Bandicoot games, they didn't age well. <laughs> I mean, they were cool back yeah. in the day, but they didn't age well that well. So, or what else do you think? I, I'm trying to think how to word this. What else do you think Sony's going to make happen that wouldn't have happened otherwise? You know, like the you know Street Fighter or oh, like pulling an exclusive. <laughs> I mean, the Street Fighter thing was a major thing for them, even though it didn't. They say it didn't sell that well comparatively, but. Uh, I think I sold five million already today. Yeah, over the long haul, it's going to be fine, and, and, yeah. and I think it was a great deal for them because that keeps that keeps PS4s at Evo for years. Uh, yeah. There was it was such a, a smart move on their part. Um, I mean, they've already got like, a, call. like yeah, like they they published Yakuza digitally, right? Right, and uh, you know, well, I, mean, I think we're going to finally see something on uh, Shenmue Three. I'm sure we'll see something right. on stage for that. Um, I, I what else are they? That. What else are they going to release to make the sweaty guys cry? I don't know. Oh, well, I think we'll see. Finally, I think we'll probably get a release date for Final Fantasy VII Remastered. Mm-hmm. I think we'll finally. Wonderful, wonderful seeing thing from um, uh, Double Fine. What's that game? The, the Psychonauts Two. Well, we'll probably. Well, uh, maybe that. I think we'll see gameplay from Full Throttle. Uh, I really hope they can get the license for Sam and Max at the Road. My God, I love that game. Uh, that is almost equal in my mind with Day of the Tentacle. So, uh, but yeah, I think we'll see Psychonauts too because I think that Kickstarter did really well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it we'll beat the previous one. Well, and we already know there's a Bethesda press conference, but what do they have up their sleeve? It'll be the next El- Elder Scrolls. Conference. It'll be another El- Elder Scrolls because that, they have a cycle. Yeah, right. yeah. the releases go in a cycle, and and Doom's hitting. Uh, yep. We got Fallout Four last, or the, you know, earlier this year. The next thing is Elder Scrolls, and well, yep. and we're gonna see gameplay from Dishonored Two because we have a release date for that now. I think it's November. I think we'll see announcement of uh, another sequel from Bethesda. Probably. I I know what it is, but I'm not gonna say. Oh. Uh, yeah, Glenn, Glenn's gonna have fun at that press conference all by himself again. No, actually, I think I'm gonna send Josh to it. <laughs> Because they're doing they're doing a whole thing like it's a four hour thing. Oof, Jesus, yeah, and I'm not doing that because <laughs> with this thumb I can't really do these games justice and playing them and stuff. So I'm gonna send Josh. Yep. 
I'm gonna throw him in an Uber and send him off in the world. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, Activision, we're definitely gonna see the new Skylanders. That's already been leaked. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be the basic. Josh stuff loves that stuff. Call of Duty, Destiny, yeah, Skylanders, all the same stuff. Yeah, but like everybody's making a big deal because Activision's not getting a booth on the floor this year. Right, but I have a feeling we're, it's going to be last year where we're going to get invited to a hotel on Sunday. Right. I I would assume that's what it's going to be. I don't know. Dude, our sun our Sunday's going to suck, man. We're going to be so divided that day. Our Sunday is really going to suck. It it definitely is. Cuz if cuz if, if if Bethesda's doing that, you're sending Josh there. If Activision's doing whatever they're doing, more than likely it's going to be me or It'll you. It'll probably be you and I and then EA yeah. will send the other two guys, yeah. 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 It's it's going yeah. to Let's send Andy to EA. That's a great idea. Be, well, if they have a new Dragon Age, he'd be perfect for it. <laughs> Andy, tell us all about Madden and the new <laughs> NHL. And, yeah, I mean, the problem is, like, there nobody is really scheduled anything yet. We got one one email so far, and it's from a company that I didn't even think was going to be at E3. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's it's been a really weird year so far. No, and, and, and I love Andy, but I, I, I might pay money to see him <laughs> talk about Madden. <laughs> well, EA is before Bethesda. EA is earlier on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, but it, I mean, it sucks because everybody's coming in Saturday. We have to get over there and get our badges at some point, and now yeah. our Sundays get crushed. So yeah, no, and I don't know if I can do round one again on Saturday, man. Whew. Actually, I don't. <laughs> think we're, I don't think we're even going to plan on it this year. I don't think we're yeah, time. That, that day killed me. F you! I was the one that was up early going to pick everybody up because I picked I'm you aw- up first. I'm, you were the first. I'm one aware off. of that, you yeah. know. But and you're whatever. You're stronger than I am. That's fine. But I was oh. up at six. 4 or 5 a.m. Oh, Eastern no. time and then go to bed till like 4 or 5 a.m. Pacific that, time. I'm the one that makes Amateurs. Absolute amateurs. Oh, God. I was Try getting up at 5 a.m. UK time and going to sleep at 2 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, but it was all worth day. it to be on a podcast with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about my, when I went to E3 three oh, years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. 4 a.m. UK time. Well, but I can sleep on a plane, so that doesn't bother me. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, E3, I mean, you know, we're going to get more details on PSVR, I'm sure. And I think we're going to get a lot of those questions answered, like, does that demo disc come with both versions and, you know, all that stuff. We're going to get those answers. I think we're going to get a, a release date on, on Horizon. Uh, I think we're going to see gameplay from Detroit, from uh, from Stuart's favorite developers. Uh-huh. And from Quantic Dream. Oh, Dream. Fuck. <laughs> Simmer down. What the hell's the, what's Detroit? I, what the hell's the Detroit? Is that? Detroit's the new one from them. Um, French idiot. No, oh my no God. Uh, I'm going to edit that out too. Um, <laughs> I don't. Just because the game's called Detroit doesn't mean I'm going to like it. <laughs> we're not Detroit. I love it because I tweeted a long time ago when you guys were talking about NCIS. I'm like, welcome to the NCIS podcast. For the last hour, Brambler, MJC, and Andy have been tweeting back and forth and back and forth and back and forth about this. Because then they're like, oh, they're going to switch from an NCIS podcast to a WWE podcast. I mean, just nonstop it's been going on. (laughs) That's all I see going by my eyes right now. Because I don't think they knew that I was – it wasn't – Nobody knew that I was doing this today, so that'll no, be No, I think I forgot to tell anybody. I was busy at work. Um, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I mean, we're obviously not going to see anything from Nintendo. We're really not. I, I don't expect any surprises from them at all. On uh, a total side note, like, I'm a Zelda junkie, and I can't believe that essentially, I know it's going to come out on Wii U, but essentially, Zelda missed 
Yeah. A console. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. And, you know, <laughs> after seeing how... And don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not bad-mouthing Miyamoto, but at the same time, I think sometimes the guy gets a little off the rails with all of his little creative ideas, yeah. and they ruined Star Fox. And it was under his direction that they ruined Star Fox. And Nintendo needs to learn to rein him in every now and then. And that's something that Iwata, Iwata would do. And now that Iwata's gone, they're putting Miyamoto in charge of this stuff, and he's getting all creative with shit, and he ruined Star Fox. I'm not buying that game. There's no friggin' way I'm buying that game. I sold, I, sold my, I sold my Wii U months ago, and I was like, I'll just buy another one. I'll buy it when it's cheap <laughs> enough, and there's another Zelda out. Now I'm, not, I'm just going to wait. Wow, are we in the, are we in the past? Stuart just tweeted that he finished recording with us. <laughs> <laughs> it's five to four. Yeah. I want to get to bed yeah, before. Yeah. No, no. He's, we'll... he's, pre- he's preempting how, how much stuff you have to take out. No so shit. he already knows he's I, I also, no I'm shit. also preempting the fact I got to put my, my kid's lunchbox together before I go We're to bed. Done half well. an hour ago. All right. Well, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, yeah, E3, we'll talk about more, obviously, in the next few weeks uh, when we understand what the hell's going on. Uh, like I said, we haven't gotten any invites yet except for one. Um, <laughs> So we're going to start that crazy. process, and oh god, I'm so worried about E3 this year. I really am. I I don't know how. I told you, we just got to get you a hover round. You'll be all set. I'm not doing that in that bill. Oh god, <laughs> I just all that walking, and I can the, barely get the around bike right horn, now. Huh? The bike horn and everything, man. Yeah, I'm 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 genuinely worried. So I'm not. I, uh, anyway, all right. You know, you know that you know that guy you wanted to stay at home and upload all the news and the videos. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> May have to be me with our shitty hotel internet. <laughs> I can't say much though. The Howard Johnson cut us a sweet deal for our rooms this year, so thanks to the Howard Johnson for that. Uh, all right, let's get the hell out of here, uh, guys. Thanks very much for for blabbing on and on and on and uh, giving me all this extra work on editing for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, folks, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you very soon. Get out there, play some games. Have a great week. I'm sure I've missed some other stuff, but F it. Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, nobody's going to do the 10 second pause and then say bye like Josh? Oh, go on. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. You know, I saw a commercial yesterday for toilet paper. And they were talking basically about the lint left behind by an inferior Dust paper. and lint. Dust and lint. Would you want that on you? So it's like uh, they dragged a brush over it to show how much lint and dust yes. was on this inferior toilet paper. I think it was Northern, the quilted one, right? Yeah, because it's a cartoon. And then, right. And then they drag another brush over it and they show how much, how little dust will be left on your anus from this uh, particular oh. toilet paper. <laughs> That's what they're talking about, right? Anus I know. dust? Am I really worried about anus lint? <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a Scottish name. <laughs> Hello. Arr, I'm anus lint. I'm from Glasgow. <laughs> and I'll be your new instructor. Hi, Mr. Lind. <laughs> What's your name, sir? I'll be Amos Lynn. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to know what the latest in toilet paper innovation is? Sure. Sure, I do. Wet wipes. (laughs) wipes. That's not latest. Wait a minute. You're talking.
That's been a hemorrhoid. It's been a feminine thing, thing for quite for a while. It's been a baby thing I'll forever. I mean, we've had uh, the the wipes forever for babies. Well, somebody finally figured out they should do it for toilet paper. Okay, so you have a big Kimberly soggy Clark. roll of toilet paper hanging there now. And I'm telling you, All right, you put her in the toilet bowl. <laughs> Quiet anus. <laughs> Quiet anus. <laughs> Welcome to the show, a new character. <laughs> our, our Irish friend, Anus Lynn. Scottish, 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 excuse Don't me. Don't call him. Anus Lynn. Irish. I know Irish. Did you know William Enus. Wallace? Anus. Anus. <laughs> if you think that sounds like a goofy name, just watch Braveheart. Oh, I know. I just came from the land of Furious and Seamus. Yeah. I know. And this is my brother, Penis. <laughs> What's your wife's name? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. Did you guys? Okay. How do I put this delicately? See, uh, well, you know, my, we... one of my pet peeves in life okay. is to take a shower, and then you have to go do the thing. Tiny I Tim hate just, that. Tiny Tim Especially conquered that. Especially if you have a date, Tiny Tim. <laughs> Tiny Tim conquered that by showering after every time. After every movement. Right, after a bowel movement. He showered. It seems excessive. Bad either that or either that or he really had some wild stuff going on. <laughs> the to- there was no toilet paper was going to handle it. <laughs> right. Things got out of control. No, no matter how absorbent it was. Well, did he have that long curly hair on his backside? Well, I don't I, know. I shudder to think. Okay. So anyway, you got. Uh, so I'm saying you're not. You don't have that fresh all over feeling anymore. You don't have that fresh all over feeling. So sometimes. You, you do your dusting, let's say, okay. if, if other toilet paper has dust. She's doing a little anus then, dusting. <laughs> you, hello. So then you want to go back and you want to freshen up and you wet toilet paper, don't you? People do. I, I would imagine to clean up a little more. Oh, okay, so now they're just wetting it and soaping it up for you beforehand? Don't you think? Does it have a fragrance? Well, they, well, it probably does. It's got to be a little heavier than that. Toilet paper is not going to hold up. It's got to be. I'm sure they can come up with a suitable paper product. Like a car disposable. Shammy. <laughs> oh, you leave it there for the day. <laughs> That's my wife's name. Shammy. <laughs> Sh- I'm Anus. This is my brother, Penis. <laughs> my wife, Shammy. <laughs> oh, Anus. Kimberly Clark plans to spend more than $40 million making Cottonelle Fresh roll wipes this right. year. They say the intention... Uh, I'm all the for improving toilet paper whenever hey, we can. they did it with the Kleenex with the nose. You what? know, remember the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Kleenex, the nose uh, wipes that the had the, uh, the, 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 the... It had uh, lotion, lotion in them or in something? It, right, yeah, so that your nose wouldn't get red and dry and sore. I yeah, just, you, I never tried that. Make those a little juicier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. They say the invention rivals the introduction of rolled toilet paper back in 1890. Mm-hmm. The wipes even come with their own moisture-tight container that fits an old-fashioned dispenser. 1890. 1811 years right. we've used the same technology. How many things are we using now where the technology hasn't advanced in 111 years? Uh, what, t- the spoon? Yeah, fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we, now we got logs that you know don't burn. And, oh, you know, I see. Okay. Fire's even different. The wheel. The wheels hasn't changed just, much. I mean, we've made other things round. into wheels. Yeah. Right. 
No, you're right. It's time for uh, for, a, for, a toilet, for a toilet paper revolution. Hey, they did it with pizza. I, I've had enough of the dusty. We're only we're, we're only two steps away from the corn cob at this point. So yeah, there yeah. was a corn cob, and then there was toilet paper. Corn cob. <laughs> Sears Roebuck magazine. Roll of toilet paper. So they'll have to put a new wing on the uh, corn cob toilet paper museum, huh? What do you mean by? Am I not get? What's the corn cob part? You wipe with the corn you cob. You wipe with with the corn cob. Well, no wonder there's <laughs> a itchy anus Santa out there. As for a good scrubbing. <laughs>